Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and ATT at tmobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Whether you're just wrapping up the night shift or on your way to start the day, we got what you need. Welcome to the morning shift. It's the most mid-team in history. A whole new way to start your day with nationally televised reporter Tiffany Blackman. Any pizza for me can be a personal. Can't wait. Former Falcons and Alabama offensive lineman Mike Johnson. I've had my butt shoot by Nick Saban a few times. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. And Atlanta sports radio guru Bo Morgan. You know who I am? I'm Squidward. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? It's a new experience. And a new take on a sports morning show. The morning shift is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Tiffany, Mike, and Bo. Good morning. It is Friday. We finally made it to the end of the week. This is the morning shift on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And we are live here in the Kia studios. We got Mike. We got the Rob Tribble in the house for Bo Morgan, who went to a little concert last night. And then I'm Tiffany. <laughs> I had to yell at Bo last night. I had to yell at him. Why? I yelled at him through a text message. Why? Because he was, uh, dude, it was like 8 o'clock, and he's uh, texting me uh, tweets about football. Like at 8 oh, o'clock just, last night. Is that He sent something to the group chat, but I just ignored it. I'm like, you're not here tomorrow. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't ignore it. Like, I read what he sent <laughs> me. Did. But I was like, bro. Get your busy fingers off the phone. Like, you're, you're at a concert. And he goes, well, nothing's going on right now. And I said, well, go talk to your wife then. What was the like, concert? How about that? Dwight Yoakam? Dwight Yoakam. Uh, I think Married to Julia Roberts. Was it Julia Roberts? He had oh, a weird For like marriage. a week yeah. and a half. Right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking about yesterday how he's actually in one of those opening scenes of Wedding Crashers. He's oh, he's, a, a, he's actually a really good actor, yeah. good character actor. Yeah. Uh, I think Bo said he was uh, Tim McGraw before Tim McGraw. I was like, I don't know. He did, he did try <laughs> to I don't know if he hit those uh, levels. I don't know if he hit those levels. Uh, uh, critically acclaimed, yes, probably more talented than Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw's kind of pop country. Dwight Yoakam's a legit. Well, pop as far as country. crossing over into acting, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Tim McGraw, uh, oh, yeah. we said uh, yesterday he's in Blindside. And number Tim McGraw's like. Three foot two, tiny, tiny guy. He's a lot of, a lot of musicians are like that. No, but it's all of Hollywood. Yeah, everybody's short. Yeah, all yeah. your leading men are short. Liam yes. Neeson's are like six four. 
Vince Vaughn's like who else? six five. Isn't John Vince Vaughn's Krasinski a big tall? Dude. Who? The Rock is John Krasinski. I think he's like six two, six three, like my height. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. John Krasinski. You mean Ben Short? You mean Stakes, youth basketball player? Stakes, Stakes. Oh yeah, he coached. Yeah. Oh, did he? He said in Boston. One of the more random things I've ever heard when Stakes like, yeah, I used to coach him in Little League. Like what? Uh, no, but uh, I'm with you, man. A lot of those, uh, a lot of celebs like that. You, you see them, and you're like, man, freaking TV. It's the same with just said ten TV pounds. Girls. It adds, it adds like a TV foot. People. Whenever I get together with other fellow TV reporters, females, women, you got me saying female. I'm like, I never say females. females. Is okay. <laughs> um, and so they're all short. They're all yeah. short. I, what are you five eight? Five. I like to claim five eight, five seven and a half. Yeah. Five eight. But I, I uh, used to play in these, uh, you know these tournaments that the Falcons would sponsor and they'd hate say, Hey, do you want to play golf? You go play with like guys that bought a group, like to play with a Falcon for the day or whatever. And I remember, you know, they're all like, man, you're a big dude, big dude. Well, I showed up one time. And the guy was like, you're not quite as big as I thought you were going to be, man. And I was like, <laughs> Oh dang. But I was like, dude, I, hurt? I, at the time I was like six, six, three twenty. I was like, what were you, what were you expecting? Like, I'm like, like what was it? Lance Campbell? Campbell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, what were you looking for here, man? Like, I'm not really sure what you thought I was going to look like. Uh, and it's funny, man, because obviously when you wear shoulder pads and a helmet and cleats, everything, everything, you know, you look a lot bigger, I guess, and especially on TV. But I'm sitting there going, I, I don't know. Like, it's not like, uh, you know, the numbers lie. Like, uh, I, I don't know what the guy was looking for. But you know, it was had, always funny. I've had two sit-downs with Grady Jarrett. You'd be surprised. He's not as big as you no, would think at not. all. Yeah. No, he's not. He's, com- he's compact, though. Com- yeah. Yes, he's compact explosive. is the word. Uh, a lot of those D-linemen can be like that, too. So, it, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. I know we got a mock draft to get to, but, R- Rob, we haven't seen you in a while. I haven't seen you in a while, at least. What have you been up to? Uh, I saw some of your Instagram posts. Look like you've been having a good time at your, your local uh, – I do that, but other than that, it's um, what's the old song, the the cycle of life, birth, school, work, death. All right. Well, you've been at the U joint. (laughs) Been at the U joint a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, I thought about you too, man, because you told me that y'all y'all broadcasted live one year. Uh, Can't remember who you said it was uh, down from uh, Land Motor Speedway. Me and Randy Mack. Randy Mack. That's who it was. I remember thinking maybe it was Randy that actually told me that. Like a month and a half ago, when I was doing a show with Randy, and I remember being like, "Man, what a what an incredible combination at an incredible venue for you." We and had Randy a blast. It was, on a, it was on a Sunday, dude. It was race yeah. day. Well, I'm saying that. So they're headed to Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend. Me and Squid are going down there working the media. You guys are going. You know, back, when, Oh, you guys are going tomorrow it's, or uh, today? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Sunday. We'll be headed down uh, to the track. Which, like I said, not as fans. I'm gonna put a nice polo on. My media credential. Work oh, you're, the garage work, a little you're working. Bit. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna okay. we're gonna be credentialed. All right. So it's going to be a lot I of fun. I didn't get the invite, darn. Um, you know, well, it's a break. <laughs> See, no, I really hope you guys have a lot of fun down there. Um, we yeah. actually mentioned this in a, uh, a meeting with Mike Conti, but it was like, I think we put the credential in like six weeks ago. So it's not something that. No, uh, you know, it's, trust me. It's, you know. Well, I'll, you know, I can call somebody if you want. You know, I'll, I'll, try su- to call I'll survive, somebody. guys. Okay, I'll okay. survive. All right. Just uh, I did go uh, to Superica last night, and we to talked what? about this. Nice. Superica? Oh, yeah. And Mike had taken his kids there, and Bo was like, why would you do that? Why would you take children Rob, out to The first thing said, out of his mouth, I said, yeah, took the family to Super Reclass. Why would you do that? Why would you subject yourself to that? I was like, I mean, we actually had a good time. Like, it was I just It was, it was nice National play. Margarita Day. I did yes. not have a margarita. I still have not had a drink yet. Good for you, um, I think. But there was a maybe – I'll, maybe I'll get to it in TV's timeout. Yeah. I have to decide. A lot going on here. All right. All right, well – Let's get to this mock draft that The Athletic has. 
And within this mock draft, we all know Josh Kendall. He's the beat writer for the Falcons for the Athletic. He has in this staff-wide mock draft that the Atlanta Falcons are going to trade up from the eighth overall pick to three with the Patriots and select. I should have did a drum roll there. <laughs> Jaden Daniels, quarterback, <laughs> LSU. Uh, you know what's crazy about this for me, and I'm curious to get you guys' insight. I'm almost never a fan, almost never a fan of trading a first-round pick for anything. So he's got them trading, uh, help me out, the 2025 first-round pick and this year's second-round pick as um, well as the number eight. Yes, um, if I read that. Yeah, Falcons send the number eight, the number 43, and the 2025 first-round pick for, to the Patriots for the number three. Pick. I'm almost never in favor of trading a first-round pick for anything, especially to move up. Five slots and another second round pick with it. Like, so if you're getting rid of a 2025 first, I'm like, eh. But to Josh Kendall's credit, he kind of pulls at my heartstrings because he's like, look, we see what happens when you don't get your guy. We see what happens when you don't go out and get your quarterback or lay it all on the line. And so, or when you try to force somebody to be your guy. Right. And here I am with like these, these, these quote unquote value, these draft values in my head of like what I think I always fall back on. No, you never get rid of that first round pick. But Josh Kendall, there he goes. And I love Josh Kendall. He's like, look, man, this bottom line is you got to get your guy this time. Texans went and got their guy. You can't wait and get somebody, you know, let somebody jump up in front of you and grab a guy. And Rob, we had Dane Brugler on last week. And he put, he was like, look, if it's not the top three, I don't know if it's worth uh, if it's worth drafting. And so it's interesting. I wouldn't do it if um, you have a head coach that's never been a head coach before, because I don't want a rookie quarterback with a rookie head coach. I know it worked. In, it, okay. I know it worked with the Texans. That that's an one in a million though. though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, you're right. Yeah, I, I I don't know. <laughs> it's now I will say this though. We are dealing with a rookie. OC for a lot, you know, in a lot of different ways than Zach Robinson. So that leaves me scratch my head a little Who bit. Who I'm convinced but. drove Stetson Bennett to drink. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that later, as a matter of fact, too, Rob. Uh, but it is funny, man, because too I, soon? I just don't know that. Uh, I don't know. You have to fall in love with Jane Daniels at that point, right? If you're going to give you up do. on that and, and Kendall has this. He says the Falcons tried the patience game at quarterback last time drafting Desmond Ritter. I could talk today in the third round and convincing themselves that it would work. It didn't. Owner Arthur Blank and CEO Rich McKay say they think this team can win now with a good quarterback. And if that's the case, you know, why why wait? Um, well, you say the patience game. You're going to have to play the patience game with a rookie quarterback. But, you know, there's a precedent for that, too. Matt Ryan had a nice security blanket in Michael Turner to kind of help him ease into uh, ease into the league. And you've got a you've got a great running game. Yeah. And I could really take some pressure off of Jaden Daniels, who, who I do like, but I don't know. Should it be Drake May? Should it be Jaden? I, I don't know. You, you just never know with these things because sixty percent of them end up being busts. That's a that's a good point. I think it's more than that, but you know, it's 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 a good thing to point out. The the one thing, the one question I do have, and you guys can can uh, tell me what you think. Is the running game going to be as good with Arthur, Arthur Smith? I know that Dwayne Ledford's still. <laughs> it's so know. funny you're bringing this up because I want to save that for the tease. Okay, but continue, continue. No, sir. no, no, no I, I won't go. I just, <laughs> I just mean like. I think we give so much credit to the run game, but we've talked about it. The The way the offensive line works with the Atlanta Falcons right now is they're all very good at one specific thing. It's wide zone. It's outside zone, right? It's very, being very quick. It's a smaller offensive line, right? Chris Lindstrom has the highest PFF grade because he's a smaller guy and he's explosive and is able to capture that outside shoulder. But you ask anybody and that and watches this tape, 
they had the least varying degree of run game of anybody in the NFL. They ran wide zone. I mean, very rarely did you see a pulling guard or a, a misdirection or a counter or anything like that. So I'm very curious to see the marriage, I guess, and, and Tiff, this goes to your tease, from Zach Robinson to Dwayne Ledford and how they can both come together and kind of build off of what they have personnel-wise in terms of the, the success they've had on the ground the last couple of years. I've got an opinion on that. All right. Huh? Well, not now, but coming not, up next. No, but coming up next, you all. You know, he's not questioning the Falcons' run game for this season. It's Bijan Robinson. <laughs> the uh, astronomical numbers he hopes to put up this coming season. That's next on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Good morning. Yeah! Back to more of the morning shift with Tiffany, Mike, and Bo on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Chugging that smoothie? I was, and it was like, surprise, we're back. And so, you know, I don't really hide anything. So, I want to continue this, this conversation we were just having. What about off. parasitic women? <laughs> what? Well, I, I don't know we if that's going to be the conversation we have today. <laughs> and uh, that's also what was making me laugh in the, yeah. in the break as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was asking Rob if he's got a dog. Uh, lost one in the divorce. Lost in the divorce. Yeah. Uh, you've been divorced, you told me when you got divorced, like five years ago, mm-hmm. six years ago. Um, Wait, lost a dog married? in the divorce. For 19 years, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, no, I didn't know. No, I didn't know. I had no idea. Who'd marry he that schlub? For 19 years. No, I knew you had a good a, chunk you had, of life. You, you had a uh, girlfriend recently, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to bring up all the bad Dang. stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. I was I'm trying no. to bring it together. I, I didn't you know, know, I have man. something called peace now. Get it's good. Man. I'm good. Okay, I'm good. Get this man some field I, I cut that cancer out of my life. I'm good. <laughs> but you said y'all are amicable, right? You and your Oh, very. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you our daughter's a junior at UNC. She's thriving with a 3A GPA. Oh, yeah. I actually asked you this during a fair foul one time, which it is today, Friday, fair foul. I asked you one time, I said, I think, and it probably came off as bad, but I was like, 19 years successful. That's a successful run. It's a pretty good run, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a solid that's a solid. Uh, and she doesn't want me dead, time. so I got that going that's for me. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, let's happy your thoughts with the uh, the dog. Well, that's Are what I was gonna, gonna get, say. Yeah. I asked Rob if he had a dog. He said, No, I don't have one. Tiff and I both have dogs. We have both talked about or considered actually getting another one, to, so that our dogs I used have, to have friends. Two at one point. Yeah, uh, that's a great idea, actually. Yeah, I, I mine just mine definitely needs a friend. Or just get a kitten. That'd be hilarious, man. Now, I don't think he'd, my mm. dog loves cats. Mm. And it's hilarious the way cats just attack dogs out it's of nowhere. It's hilarious. Uh, my dog is half German, half lab. Uh, and when cats are around, the German side comes out. You know what I mean? He, he just, he straight up. <laughs> what? He straight up. <laughs> Blitzkrieg invades the country, takes over. <laughs> like the. <laughs> Uh yeah the uh, listen man he just straight turns into you know military attack dog when cats are around so I don't oh, think that's gonna be an option. My dog's obsessed with cats. Yeah. We were walking on the street in Midtown and a mangy cat came up and I'm like no you don't really want to mess with this cat. He's like oh let's play. It's huh. like no not this guy. Oh, hey, take your eyes. That one's not your friend. Uh it, it, it's so funny man because my dog that 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 part of the German he sits in the front room on the ottoman like our which is which is our kids' playroom and I mean it's like left window. Middle window, oh, yeah. right window, right window, middle window, left window, 
and it's just like surveillance. Oh, he feels a responsibility. Oh, he yeah. does, dude. He's like, I, I dare say, you to step foot in this yard. They do say you shouldn't get another pet for your pet because sometimes it ends up maybe not being as easy for you, or you need to look at it no as doubt. you look, you need to look at it as they're still going to have to take care of it. They're not just going to keep themselves busy. You sure. may get two dogs that want you to throw them the ball all the time. Right. Or you well, get two dogs that want to play together all the time, and, and that's what you want. Well, what you do is when your dog gets a little bit older, you bring in the replacement. There's no doubt. And that actually adds a few extra years to that dog's it life because it galvanizes it. It makes it feel more and useful. Having and having done that, um, I didn't – potty training was always – was a super – it was so easy because yeah. the, the puppy would follow around the adult all the time. Listen, I'll say this it much. Was a breeze. The we got the dog I have, and I know we'll move on. We got the dog I have, we actually adopted. He was he had been hit by a car, and a friend of ours found him, and so we we took him in. The next one I get though will be like straight up like hypoallergenic. Like You're I don't get want a papers? dog. That's what my sister said. I don't I want, want a dog that sheds, papers. man. I'm over the shedding thing. Like I like the Roombas and the, and the Dysons, man. You can They're, still on, go to a rescue for leg. that. I mean, people yeah. do what they want. I mean, I'm looking for no, a three-legged I, dog. Personally. I had this. I had this conversation with. Uh, clean it up. Yeah. I had this conversation with Dave Ashburn last week. He just, they just rescued a uh, some kind of uh, hypoallergenic dog. But it is fostering to get approved for that. It's no joke by some of these rescue places. They'll come to your house. They will tell you you're not good enough. Oh yeah, for this it's, dog. It, it it's easier to the kids. It's easier to adopt a kid from Russia yeah, yeah. than it is to adopt <laughs> a dog. <laughs> it is. Just go. I went to Atlanta Humane. I found Roman. He was dumped in a box with eight other puppies. There you and go. Boom, and he's the most perfect dog. There you go. There but you, you go. know, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. If anyone knows a three-legged dog out there that likes other dogs, though, I'm in the happiest the dogs you'll ever see are the three-legged. One a three-legged dog. Yeah, really that's bad. I can't. My, my buddy's got a three-legged dog. I can confirm. He is happy as can be. They're great. Okay. You know? All right. Well, the Falcons, their running back. You guys were talking about the running game and maybe how they were really good last year, but could there be concerns going into this season? And uh, Bijan Robinson says, no, there are no concerns going into this season. He told Sports Illustrated, I want 2,000 rushing yards. I know those are big expectations. What we can do as an offense with all the weapons, our O-line, it's Zach, Zach Robinson, their new OC at the helm. It can be something special. I think it's going to be one of those special seasons that Atlanta's been waiting for us and all of us players have been waiting for. So let's go get it. He did finish last season with 976 rushing yards, 487 <laughs> receiving yards, and eight total touchdowns in his rookie campaign. All right, guess what? 50 carries a game then to get well, to 2,000? Or say. you're going to have to average 8.7 uh, yards a carry? Let's get those. You know, what, what, what running back by committee? You know what I mean? What, yeah, what running back yeah. room? Get all those other guys out of there. Let's clean this out. I do want to ask you this, Rob, because I know that you're you're somewhat of a sports historian. There's been eight guys that have rushed <laughs> for 2,000 yards in NFL OJ. history. I, there's eight guys. I, I, I would love to know if you can name more than half. You could get to five. OJ's one of them. OJ's one. Oh, God. Can't even get a two. Oh man! Wait, I would, I would. You know what's going to happen at lunch today? I'll be able to just rattle. You know how that's how my I'd brain say this, works. Two of them were Tennessee Titans. If that helps. Derrick Henry. Oh, Derrick no. Henry rushed for two thousand. He did. He did. He's the most recent. He rushed for a good chunk. Natrone means. No. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, both of them. Eddie. Um, Eddie George. No. 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 Nope. This guy was a little Titans. skinnier version of Derrick Henry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, you guys are, and I'm looking at him too. Come on, I know, come I know. on. Are, um, this is unbelievable. Chris Henry. Chris nope. Henry, no, nope. I don't know if that was a running back <laughs> just, at all. I know, I, I was just throwing <laughs> something. At. But you're you close. I know who you're talking about. Chris that. Johnson. Chris Johnson. That's, that's it. Did Emmett? Sorry. Emmett never did. 
Chris Johnson was That's one of them. Derek Henry was one of them. OJ is one of them. There's five other ones on this list. Well, go ahead and get to it. And I would say that three of them are in the Hall of Fame. One of them spent some time in prison during his career. Oh, gosh. And the other one will be in the Hall of Fame. One of them will be in the Hall of Fame. You knew where I was going with Chris. My I did. Made up Chris Henry. I meant Chris Johnson. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's the nature of me. All right. The <laughs> other five are as, uh, as stated. Eric Dickerson. Uh, rushed for 2,000 in his career. Yeah, like 86, I think he did. Uh, Barry Sanders rushed for 2,000. Terrell true? Davis rushed for TV. 2,000. Jamal Lewis, who was the man I was talking about, spent some time uh, in prison. That was actually in my hometown. It was a big deal when he came down. Well, he's an entrepreneur. That's yeah. And uh, Adrian Peterson. Mm. Adrian Peterson, AP. AP all day, 2,000 yards rushing. My only point being that I don't think it's necessarily a great thing if Bijan rushes for 2,000 yards. For the team, I don't think it's a great thing. Like I, I, I think it would be cool to say, man, Bijan rushed 2,000. I think they'd have a good season. But I'm looking at these. I'm looking at this list. Yeah, and like, what did man, they... these guys win a Super Bowl? No. I'm like uh, maybe Terrell Davis. I guess what I don't know if it's Terrell Davis yard did, season. Yeah. But what year was Henry's? Was that that wasn't the AFC Championship year? Was I don't it? know. I don't know. It would have been three years ago. I think would have been the then, year. Yeah, that would have been right. And no, that would have been 2020. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. So they made um, it. They were not, if that was the case, they were knocking team. on the door to the Super Bowl. And when Dickerson was doing it, the the 49ers were smacking them around every year. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I listen. I I I don't know if it's a good thing for his longevity if he gets two thousand. I love I love the aggression and the goal though, right? I mean, that's well, the just point trying of what to speak it into existence. Right. He's yeah. a self-fulfilling prophecy. Saying I just sit there and and, and as a, a a guy who would have been one of his teammates, I was never his teammate, but as a guy who would have been, I'm like sitting there going, man, I don't know if that's good for Tyler Algier. I don't know if that's good oh, for anything okay, else we're trying to do. Okay, you're saying for the wealth of our, yes, yeah. but hey, hot hand gets the ball, right? Well, <laughs> I, I, if, you, if you're getting 2,000 yards rushing, first of all, it's 17 games. But uh, to his point, I think he's getting a ton of carries, like a ton of carries. And uh, but I'm here for it, man. Look, I, it would be a lot. It'd be a lot of fun to cover. It'd be a lot of fun to celebrate. I'd like to see him obliterate a record in. You know, all-purpose yards. Right? I was going to say the same thing. That would be that just would because be... of his versatility. But again, hey, if he wants to go for two thousand, pop I'm here off, for it. right? Like, do what you got to do. I'm not saying I don't want it to happen. Don't, don't. I'm still don't mad at my brain flashes. I couldn't even think of great running backs yeah. at six thirty yeah. a.m. I, do I, I actually have Barry Sanders pop up in my head, but I don't. I don't like playing these games. Yeah, sometimes why not? I'm sometimes I'm wrong, and I don't like being wrong something over like the Henry. airwaves, making up Chris Henry. <laughs> but you knew who I meant. Yeah. No, I did. it was funny because Rob, I, I had more faith in you than that. I'm not gonna lie, man. I wrote. Well, you know what? You like, asked me another day, I'd rattle them I off. Said, That's Rob, just the way Rob my brain will get works. At least half of these. At I least half. Him. Ask uh, me another day, it would have happened. Yeah. Anyhow, I, I, it's just funny because I, I watched a little bit of that Barry Sanders piece that was on Amazon, kind of about his career. And man, I got to tell you, like I, I was still young when Barry Sanders was playing. I'm a huge fan of his. Man, he just walked the past me on the red carpet at uh, yeah. the NFL Honors at the Super Bowl, and I. I was like, oh, my gosh, I wanted to say Bear something, Sanders. but I didn't. I didn't. I need to. That would have um, been one. I think it would have been okay. I, I met Emmett Smith. Obviously, Emmett Smith's from my hometown. Um, and one time I was hosting a kids camp uh, in my hometown, uh, uh, one of, m- me and one of my former high school teammates. And we invited Emmett Smith to the kids camp. And we never heard back. And it was like, dang, you know, I wish we would have heard back at least, hey, you know, whatever. Usually sometimes, you know, you throw out things like that and people will say, hey, I'll donate money, but can't make it. And, like, never heard back from him. And the day of the camp, the freaking side of the gym door opens at my high school, and Emmett Smith walked in. Oh. And wow. I was like, that's, uh, that's uh, does anybody see it? Hey, it's Emmett Smith over there. <laughs> what? And he just walked in, and he goes, 
Yeah, sorry I didn't respond, man. I just wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. <laughs> He's, it was like he, he wanted to pull in the parking lot and check things out first before he. I, I don't you know, blame like him. I don't I either. Don't like it, in hindsight, I'm like, of course, man. Yeah, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't have like said I was coming either because then you get plaster all over the you well, know the and flyers then, and things. Probably the amount of people that would have shown up would have been insane. Right. And that's probably right. a little bit crazy. It was funny. It was funny. It's good stuff. This hour brought to you by Morgan and Morgan injured. Hire Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. So I've never had the opportunity to be in a video game. I don't know if you guys have. I think, Mike, did you tell us you had some sort of? I might have been part of the EA payout about 10 years ago. So there's a, another <laughs> EA payout right now. I don't know if it's worth the price, but we'll, we'll debate that. We'll also hit a TB's timeout. I might be out of clown stories, but let me think about <laughs> it. <laughs> we'll come back here on the morning shift on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Mornings on the game means more of the morning shift. Nice. Nice. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're back here on the morning shift. Mike, Rob, triple in the house, and Tiffany here with you. So, on the college football front, there's always news every day. And in this case, the college football calendar could see a major change but we'll get to that in a minute because <laughs> I will read whatever is in front of me. Yes, and what you I will. wanted to do. <laughs> and you were the one that changed it. <laughs> and that. I changed the rundown. I said, hey guys, I want to do this story. And yet I come out here and then I read the wrong story. Good for you. <laughs> that yeah. was a snort. All right. For the first time in the game's history of EA Sports College Football, this will now be EA Sports College Football 2025. Athletes will be compensated for having their name, image, and likeness included in the game. So EA Sports contracted one team partners this past summer to manage the facilitation of NIL rights. And the opportunity for athletes to opt into the game is now starting. But guys, they are going to be compensated with guess what? They will receive annually $600 plus a... uh, Copy of the game. So I should not have said annually. They will eventually receive $600. Well, no, I think, it's, I think it's annually if they're in for multiple if years. If they're in for multiple be, years, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, the game's typically valued at $70. Right. Yeah, so six, right, $670. That's from the Ed O'Bannon lawsuit. Remember that? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. I actually got a payout from that. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my Mike Doves one day. I was like, you know, that's uh, this whole thing about the EA Sports coming out. It's like, yeah. So that's a lot of money. In yeah. terms of how many athletes, depending on the number that want to participate, that you would be paying out. But as an individual, if my likeness is in a game that I don't know how much money they make off this game, I imagine it's a lot of money. Yeah. Six hundred dollars is nothing. Are well, you gonna be are you gonna sign off on it? Are you, are you someone Well you have a right to say, opt out, right? Well yeah. But so would you would you take the six hundred dollars or would you be ha- featured in a video game? Would you want the chance to be featured in a video game? Or would you say I think no, I'd just I take don't. the six hundred and be okay with it? At least I live on in perpetuity. If even if like, I don't have an NFL career, I'm still can say, Well, look at that. Yeah. It's kind of like being an extra or something on a movie set and I don't know, every so often you get that check that's point 
zero one. <laughs> yeah, you're like thirty five. Yeah, the royalties, the royalties pay out. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look here. Here's where I sit on it. Um, there's going to be some guys, and I don't know how many. It, it, they made it sound like it was like twenty five to thirty, and I think that uh, Carson Beck would be one of them that actually receive a bigger portion, right? They can actually go out and and you know represent the game, and they're actually a face of the game, and they they they'll get a bigger check. Yeah. Uh, you know, your guys that would have been, you know, cover athletes and all that other all that other kind of stuff. It, it just this is what it has to be though for six hundred bucks because I, I've I've been over here kind of crunching the numbers and doing the math. If you take eighty five scholarship players, that's what I'm saying. And one hundred and thirty Division one teams or whatever, it's eleven. Uh, there's over eleven thousand people that could oh, be possibly paid out six hundred dollars. And so while I would love more money for these players, uh, the fact remains: if you don't make money, you're not going to continue making the game. Right, and so EA Sports has a, at least a little bit for their, you know, stakeholders. That hey, we got to go out and actually make money too. So when you talk about eleven thousand, I don't even think like I was trying to. Th- there's there's really no other game that's kind of close to this. Maybe aside for FIFA because there's so many soccer teams from around the world and so many of those players and their likeness and their face scans and all that. But it makes sense to me. There's no downside to me for taking the six hundred dollars. I would have taken it no. when I was in college. I guess I just look at it like this game is going to live on for however many years mm-hmm. and i'm just getting six hundred dollars off of it yeah people could continue to buy this game I, down the it, line and i'm just getting 600 bucks but i understand i don't know what the solution would be because well again, the solution the is you're not being coerced into it you have the right to say no yeah yeah I, 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 it, it's funny to me too because uh, i don't know if you guys saw this little footnote about the game so if you opted out like if you were a player that opted out say i was the the left guard at alabama and i opted out you won't be able to go in just if something like if Rob were to buy the game and I opted out, he would not be able to go in and create me to play a left guard at Alabama, which is they, what I would do. That's right. What, and that's exactly. what everybody would do. And he says, Hey, we're the, the, the creator of the game basically says, Hey, we're not going to kind of unveil how we're doing this, but just so you know, you won't be able to go in and create players because mm-hmm. you know, that's just not how it works. But I don't know, I man, it's interesting to me. I, I understand what some people are up in arms about, but the, the amount of money you're going to make, I don't, I'm just completely guessing off the top of my head. $500 million. I, I don't know. That You have to continue to find a way for this to thrive if people in the future are going to get money. And maybe the, contractually this company that you talked about is, is kind of leading the way. Um, but, you know, maybe they'll find a, a different way to kind of make more money off of it in the future if it's successful. But for right now, I'm good. I mean, 600 yeah, throw me in the game. I'm good. That's more than I had before that. I'll get you a cart of groceries it, nowadays. It's just one of those things. The game is going to exist either way. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Throw me in that the thing. The way you just said it made me think of EA Sports. It's in, in the, the game. game. Yeah, it's in the game. No. All right, let's hit a TB's timeout. Now listen up. Now let's take a look at what's going on in Tiffany's world. The same fun with TB's timeout on the morning shift. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. It's basically the weekend right now, right? It is the weekend. Not basically. It is. Friday is the weekend. Yeah. Weather's nice. I was always curious. Whenever I talk to my friends that have normal schedules uh, with their jobs, they always say Friday, they're too tired to go do anything from the work week. So their day to do something is on a Saturday. Yeah. I don't know. Do you feel the same? Uh, we don't really have a traditional schedule. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and my schedule, I guess, is probably a little bit different because Saturday is my day, like, fully with the kids. Like, when I get home from this show, 
I usually will take a nap. Oh yeah, you're a parent. Yeah. So Saturday is like <laughs> Saturday is like a worse grind than than Monday through Friday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Saturday, them kids are up like coming to my room at, at six forty five and you're like, Man, go away. I remember those days you're just trying to kill the day, you're man. Just, Let's dude. get the day over and <laughs> get them into bed, man. <laughs> it's like seven AM, you're like, Is it nap time yet? Where are we going deer time? hunting? Why are you up so early? Take some freaking crackers and walk in the other room. Oh, I love my kids. Uh no, it's but uh to your point, yeah. I mean, um it's uh it's Saturday is more stressful, it's more fun. Finally, you know, get to hang out with the family. But Friday is uh is when I can get stuff done personally. Friday is when you get so, stuff done. Get okay. stuff done. I'm yeah. trying to decide if I should partake in the shenanigans this weekend. It's going to be a, it's a friend's birthday. The birthday's next week. We're all gonna go celebrate. I still have not had a drink yet. Mm. And just because mm. in over well, probably, mm. it's pro- I keep saying it's like around two months. I think I probably hit the two-month mark now. Or oh, you do a dry right January and a splendid No, day. I just, in December 20-whatever, I was just. I think she did it by accident. Not even, I just, yeah, I just was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah, you don't feel like drinking. I don't feel like drinking. It doesn't, it doesn't enhance like my life. Switch to way. pills. Could <laughs> think the Johnny Manziel diet. <laughs> oh no, no! Yeah, the terrible. Peruvian marching you guys powder. Are terrible. He's the one that said it. Johnny Manziel said it, not me. Uh, no, I mean, I. So do but, I try to relive my youth this I, weekend? I think you should. Just one on Saturday. Well, the question you have to ask yourself is: Is it worth it? Um, Would you feel terrible if you? Uh, it's something you're only going to know in the moment. <laughs> broke the streak. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> if you've made bad decisions. If I made bad decisions, <laughs> Rob, what are you saying? Hey, uh, pastry yeah, guy going to be there I would. I, we're not doing it. Hashtag Rob, you missed guy. out this week because I got hammered. About I went out on Valentine's Day with a friend, but I didn't tell them. And I grilled them over what they did with their wives Females. and significant others and yeah. girlfriends. And, uh, you know, I omitted the fact that completely I completely glossed over the fact that she was out. at dinner. So it was a full week. And I accidentally told them myself. On Monday or something. It was, well, t- was, we were Tuesday, here Monday, Tuesday. so Tuesday, yeah. I slipped up and I was talking about a restaurant that I frequently go to, and I said, "Yeah, I ate there on Valentine's Day, and then this day, and they all stopped. Like, you ate there when? Oh, oh. And so now it has created this. It's blossomed into a. First, we, it went from being mystery man. Okay, okay. Now okay. he's oh, called pastry man. Oh, yeah. I, I will refuse to allow her to omit facts from here on out. All right, here's what happened, Rob. Hmm. She admitted that on Valentine's Day. She went to dinner with a friend, and I said specifically, we grilled her, and I said, have you seen this friend since Valentine's Day? And you know what her response was? Yeah, went to dinner Saturday and and went out and got breakfast on Sunday. Oh. And I said, what kind of hmm. breakfast did you get, like pastries or something? And now it has turned into hashtag pastry man um, on the socials. because All women have a nickname. We well, do. Everyone has a nickname. Nickname for yeah. that, yep. I've got pastry Pub man. Sub. Post. Now we'll call uh, the guy that took it to public. <laughs> 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 pubs, pubs uh, his needle blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh but that's the backstory. But can you go to Valentine's Day with a friend? Can you go to dinner with a friend? Yeah, sure. I mean, thank you. See, I need Rob. Rob, well, uh, uh, what's wrong with that? Sex? Huh? Just one on one with the opposite sex? Sure. You yeah. think so? Well, if you're like single, you would take out yeah. your friend Brenda. 
on. Oh no, I never liked that. I never trusted Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't sound trustworthy. No. Sound trustworthy. Brenda sounds but terrible. Bob says you can. Yeah, Everyone well, else listen, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I Valentine's Day is a clown day anyway. Well, that's, what, that's honestly how the conversation <laughs> started. Exactly. And it's I a clown just a I didn't get. Day. I, took, I took my wife and my kids to Waffle House on Valentine's Day. So it was perfect. See, I think a that's a great day. Valentine's Day. exactly what she wanted. You know? And I think you could also do a mock draft on Valentine's Day. It'd be very romantic <laughs> to talk about where the Do you Falcons... know the Muffin Man, Rob? Do you know the <laughs> I'm not even listening to this. I'm not even listening to this this hatred that's being spewed my way. No more pastry man, so don't tweet us. I know don't you're out there in. listening, pastry man. He's we not. will find you. Look, we'll get back to the Falcons when we come back at a mock draft that tells you what move they can make this year. This hour brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. Injured, hire Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. We'll be right back here on the morning shift on Sports Radio. I turn the game. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Don't touch that dial. This is The Morning Shift. All of them are really, really hot. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're back here. What you got there, Rob? Do you got a pastry or anything? Oh, no, it's coffee. Okay, I'm sorry. Pastry. So, unfortunately, my <laughs> lack of dating life has come up at dinner with friends. It's now been aired out here on the morning yeah. shift. And because I we're in kind of a friends. slow sports-esque season-ish, right? This, NBA All-Star break and Major League All-Star break you know, are usually the... But there's so much to be excited period. about with the Hawks, though. Well, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. we do have other sports going on, but sure. at least during this this particular time right now, as we've discussed before, you know, you don't have as many sports going on as we did before. So now I've been the sacrificial lamb, and um, is that, is that what you're gonna call? <laughs> yes, because now my personal life. Well, you you brought up a dilemma to us during the break. And I, I did think bring up a bring dilemma it, during the break. That we I did should not bring it to the air and see what the people think. Yeah. But I don't want to know what the people think anymore. No, now. I I'll, I'll I let hadn't. you know. I'll filter out the results. So, <laughs> at dinner yesterday with some friends and some now new friends, 
Uh, one in which had tried to, he was the, he initiated his friends trying to set me up with his brother. Does this make sense to you guys? So you have so a friend that tried to set you now. up with his brother. At the time, we were not friends, but I'm going to consider him a friend now. Okay, all right. I was at an event. He saw me at an event. He turned to my friends and said, we need to set her up with my brother. Okay, all right. Right? Sure. So I was, I was like, at this point, you know, this stage of the game, sure, I'll entertain it. I don't have anything else going on. Right. Got no <laughs> other irons in the fire. <laughs> no irons in the fire, sure. So this was last year, and a meetup was set up. Okay. And so it was going to be me, one of my girlfriends, one of my guy friends, that is a friend of this individual as well. Oh, I hate We're all supposed scenarios. to go. Yeah, I love this, dude. Kidding me? It's to awesome. make it easy, I, I could have just been fine going to get a cup of coffee. Right. Well, I hate the scenarios of being right? absolutely well, set that's up. Well, that's, that's what makes it nice you had a friend there. Yeah, true. It's, true. It makes but it I could have been fine going weird. to coffee, but whatever. So this is all set up. We are going to go, and the individual backs out. No. He, well, he flaked. He flaked. He completely flaked. What was the excuse? Like, said he was going, I, this is, the, this is, this is this what is you guys are good. going. Okay, I'm here. He flakes, and he does it to my mutual guy friend. Okay. So he doesn't even tell me. Doesn't hit you. Oh, had y'all talked before? Y'all had, we like, had texted? texted. Oh. And he confirmed he was going to go. Oh. But he never said anything. But he to never me about told it. me he wasn't going to go. Okay. And so I found out through my guy friend. It was a mutual friend. And the now current scenario is the now current scenario is homeboy's brother is gonna try to make this happen. He's again. trying to he's trying to he's trying to zoom back. Said, in. Hey, this guy has some things going on in his yeah. life. But not we should try to we should circle back mm. around on this in the uh, mm. office terms. Mm. So uh, maybe he deserves some grace for flaking out because of no, what no. he's going through, no, or not? Absolutely not. I don't think so. No, here's here, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I wouldn't close the door on it, but I slammed you doors. Should, you <laughs> should flake <laughs> on I him first. <laughs> you should flake on him first, no. and then <laughs> and then the third attempt, maybe things even back That's up. Not in my nature. No, you should. You should be like, yeah, we'll, first, we'll make it happen. Can't make it. A lot going on Sorry, in my life right done. now. Or show up and uh, try this. It's going to be impossible for you because you're so lovely. Look as oh, ratchet as possible. That's a, <laughs> yeah, well, that's my mom point. did tell me once I'm good at looking bad when I want to. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I can't confirm. Yeah. yeah. You should. Well, that's, that's actually a good point. But I would, if it were me, I'd, I'd like be flaky, but then I'd make it happen like in two weeks. You know what I mean? Be flaky, but make it happen. Yeah, not seem too Probably eager. Neither you don't want to seem too to eager, show. right? Well, what is he going through to possibly make him flake? He already I don't, agreed I don't to know. it. Does something I, I, suddenly come up? He might. He was trying to get back together with his ex, Rob. Probably. You know no, I, mean? I don't think Wait that. Wait for his wife think... to go out of town? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, but that was the discussion yesterday. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I may or I may not keep you posted. It, Pastry Man is is. It's not a thing. He's, no, it's not a thing. I'm okay. Pastry man's not a thing. Pastry man will know about this. We'll see how pastry man pastry reacts. Man, you already discarded pastry it. man, or it's just I, like, um, I have a discarded pastry man, but we're friends. You've got him in the bullpen, is and what so you're saying. You even, have a lot of depth on the bench, do he you? Is he's a left-handed So Billy there. Wagner in the pen. 
there. Now, uh, no, are I, you happy now? Are you happy that yeah, I... Yeah, just listen. Maybe maybe we set that up for the wake-up call. Does the flaky guy from a year ago deserve a second opportunity to That's get to know Red you? flag, man. People flake like that as a grown That's what I'm saying. Man. She has See, to repay the favor Day-Day before. says it's a... Day-Day's not in his head. Give us some of your wisdom, Day-Day. Come on, bring it in. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling that this guy's got a lot going on in his life. That right there is like, yeah, then you're not ready to be... Day-Day's like, no. Yeah. It was a yeah. year ago. Yeah, I mean... After y'all texted, though. That, that's what hurts me. That's what I know. It didn't really ah. hurt me because I expected... Have y'all texted you know. since then? No. Well, so I've, I've, seen, I've seen this individual because we had not at that point actually met in person. But since then, there have been multiple run-ins. When I say okay. multiple, we'll say a few. All probably right. three or four. So... Yeah. He's been very nice. Did he send you a shirtless was, selfie with a toilet yeah. seat raised in the background? <laughs> <laughs> no, boxers slightly yellow pulled water down in to, the to low, low waisted boxers on. He That's my not. move. Works for me. <laughs> oh, you the, have the me wanting to tell you some stories, button. Rob, that I cannot share on the air. <laughs> the, lint, the lint trap belly button. Oh, I, I, I know. I, have, I can what imagine. What I can share. With Stop you, photographing those things. Women don't care. Just stop it. Just show it's not sexy. Later. It's just a random. Where are we going this morning? It is, it is 7 a.m. Off it the is rails. 7 a.m. It is 7 a.m. So we're going to bring it back to sports here. And I'm putting, I'm done talking about dating life stuff now. I'm going to go ahead. And, now. Nope. Oh. It's done after today. So the Atlanta Falcons beat writer for the Athletic, Josh Kendall, he put together a mock draft. This was along with all the other athletic writers for this year's upcoming NFL draft. And so he has the Falcons trading up to the number three spot with the Patriots from that number eight spot and selecting Jaden Daniels from LSU. Do we like this move? We're going to go big, go big. Right? Well, and, and, and like I said earlier, I think that when it comes to <laughs> trading first round picks, as like, you know how you have your core values the way you think things should be done. Everybody kind of has that. Whether or not you know it, a lot of people have core values whether – they think should, things should be done. I'm usually not a proponent of trading a first-round pick because, and a lot of that comes from the fact that you've seen the Patriots so many times in their dynasty trade back. Hey, we're going to accumulate third-round picks or fourth-round picks, or whatever it may be, and that's the scenario. The third-round pick is the New England Patriots, and I hate to think that they're comfortable enough with Mac Jones, so why are they trading the third, the third pick? You know what I mean? Like, the, Why are they getting rid of that? Um, and so I, I hate to, to see that scenario of the Falcons getting rid of the eighth this year, the 43rd this year, and the first round next year just to move up five spots. Like, that's what I'm like, ah. Don't you want to win now? It's been, it's Well, that's the thing. Time. is like, that's my that's my inner value. But at the same time, Josh Kendall makes a good point of saying, he, he makes two good points, actually. Number one, we've seen what the experiment can do when you don't have a guy. Right? We, we saw that last year. We all were on the, the Ritter hype train, and, and the wheels kind of fell off. And also, number two, the way you have to defend Jaden Daniels because of his speed. Not saying they're gonna, he's going to be a part of the run game, but the way you have to defend him is you have to add it. You know, you have to leave a defender for him, and it's probably one of your better, speedier defenders that you have to leave in the box just in case he takes off running. So it changes a lot of what you do. I don't know how many other teams will be after him at that third spot, or what the Patriots might be able to finagle and get for that third spot because he very clearly is that third-ranked quarterback yeah. at this point. Um, but, you know, next week that could change for could, whatever reason. Well, you go through the pro this day. and he, he goes, you know, 40 of 50 at pro day with no. 10 bad throws, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, he's, he's slipping His hand towards. measurements are right, not. Right. That's right, the hands. Uh, you know, like, well, you know, how's, he, how's he supposed to, to pump fake with squid billy hands? Pastry man you know, have big hands. With squid billy hands. <laughs> how's, how's he supposed <laughs> to pump fake with those things? Uh, no, I mean, it's it's a good point. It's um, I just – 
As, as an overall value, I'm usually against trading those first-round picks. But in this scenario, the way Josh Kendall puts it, I have to give him credit. I think it kind of works. I think it does. Um, it's just an unfortunate reality of where you find yourself. I, I hate the thought that the Falcons will spend, what, what would it be, four straight first-round picks on offensive skill players, quote-unquote. But, man, like you, you have to find that guy this year. Well, you had mentioned Dane Brugler a little while ago, who we have had on this show from The Athletic. And this is all from... Uh, Josh Kendall's article, but he says the dynamic Daniels is worth the price because of what the athletic Zane Brugler wrote in his most recent big board, which is kind of what you were just talking about, Michael. Daniels forces opponents to defend him, but he says defend him like Lamar Jackson. Are you willing to yeah. give him that much? Well, reminiscent of, he's not yes. saying he is, but that that's, but that that's is his the prototype. It's the top end speed. Yeah, yeah. it's the top end speed. Um, Level of competition even, in college, Duke. I would, I would make the argument that he might even be more of a polished passer at this point in his career than, than Lamar was coming out of college. And Lamar was – dude, the, the one thing we were – don't get me started on the EA Sports video game. The thing we were robbed of more than anything is having Lamar Jackson on EA Sports, oh, on NCAA is, football. Yeah. I mean, we were robbed of that. that Maybe guy they do was, another edition. Maybe they do a Legends uh, Right, right, a Legends, Legends edition. Yeah. Uh, I mean, can you, like, I can't even tell you how many times I would put a corner at quarterback with a 99 overall speed, and you'd go off like that would be Lamar Jackson. Um, no, I, I think he makes a good point. It's like I said, you, you have that top-end speed. When you have a 4-4 quarterback, no matter if he's part of the running game or not. Now, think about it. How many times did we run read option in the red zone inside the 10 with Desmond Ritter? I mean, and it was successful. And it was successful. He, even when he fumbled, even in Antoine Whitfield, you know, hits him and he fumbles the ball across the goal line. That's still what you're doing inside the red zone. And I think, how, you know, the, the way the NFL defenses are built these days are to allow you to kind of have free roam between the 20s, right? Yeah, I, I'm going to back off and play two high safeties. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force you to kind of, you know, get underneath. And then when you get to the red zone, I'm going to stop you. That's how a lot of defensive coordinators feel these days in the NFL. Why so is having that? that at – well, because I think it's so hard. Everything's tailored to the offense. Yeah, it is. All and the I, rules, it, everything. All That's the right. rules That's right. between the 20s, yeah. when the field is so long and you can clear out wide receivers running 50 yards down the field and clear out the safeties, everything underneath is wide open. And you know what you can't do anymore is hit those guys running those crossing routes. Mm-hmm. You can't hit them anymore. So it makes sense to back off, not get a penalty, you know, force them to make those completions. Then when you get to the red zone, That's you're going to lock you down. Defender, yep. And so Jaden Daniels, I think, as a red zone component, in that speed and the way you would have to defend him, I think he changes a lot of things. And 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 uh, I just man, I hate thinking about trading a first uh, a first rounder in twenty five. But I think it'd be worth it in this I case. Think, I think in this case it would be worth it. At I least kind of would. from the what you would hope would be instant <laughs> kind of instant right. success there with all the young pieces <sighs> that they have. We had um, or we talked about NFL Network Daniel Jeremiah saying that he had sources saying the Falcons. Wanted to go young. Yeah, value that young, the youth at the quarterback position. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, above all else, I would want to know from Zach Robinson what your plan is. If that is your plan, maybe he's like, hey, I don't like run zone read uh, in the red zone. And so I think that's going to be a big component, too. The problem is, if Zach Robinson's good, he might not be here a year from now. Might not be here two years from now. So that's another thing you have to think about as well. When we come back here on the morning shift, a key piece of the Atlanta Hawks is out for the foreseeable future. We'll give you the latest, and we'll also go in the huddle. Could the Rams reconnect with Stetson Bennett? Stay with us here. This hour brought to you by Zero Res Smart Lasting Clean. We'll be right back here on the morning shift on Sports Radio, Night Shine the Game. 
started Go ahead. with the morning shift. Time for the show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You know, I, I don't want to speak out of turn as far as you know a timeline goes, but you know, he's not going to be available for the foreseeable future. You know, so Bruno's someone that's had to step up in Clint's absence, and you know we'll get Clint back, um, but he'll be in a situation where he hasn't. You know, it's been a few weeks since he's played, and um, I'm sure he'll be on some sort of minutes restriction with respect to that. So that was Atlanta Hawks coach Quinn Snyder and talking about the injuries that this team is going through. So we'll start with the first one. Uh, Anyeko Okongwu is out for the foreseeable future. He injured his toe right before the All-Star break. So that's kind of a, uh, a big hit there, having your center now. What do you do, kick his couch at yeah. home or something? What? Uh, dude, that's got, and it's funny because it's out. called a big toe, and I'm like, that must be a really big toe. That's a lot of toe. It's uh, <laughs> a good-sized toe. Uh, <laughs> Does pastry man have big toes? <laughs> Is the second one big? Know. Is the second one long? I didn't. I didn't know. What? Yes, yeah. I did not. Um, I'm. Just, let's. Okay. So, how about the Braves? Um, <laughs> no. So we're talking about the Hawks. Also, another injury that Quinn Snyder was talking about was uh, Clint Capella, and so he has a left adductor strain, but uh, he's missed a few weeks. He'll likely be on some restriction when it comes. You know. To, you know what's uh, so good minutes, about so that? You can still be in tenth and eleventh place in the Eastern Conference with or without him. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. It's just fine. Clown front be. office. I'm so sick be. of this franchise. I'm so sick of it. You had a Don't great jam in Travis Schlink, and no, let's usher him out. No, it's just, it's, there's something amiss there. I love Quinn Snyder as a coach. I do, but something's amiss with this franchise, and I, I feel like if they don't care about me, I don't care about them. I, I actually tweeted that out last week uh, a little bit, Rob, as they you know kind of closed out towards the All-Star break, and I was like, man, I'm having a really, really hard time not just completely tuning this out. And the response I got from some people on Twitter was like, I've already done it. Yeah. And, and the thing is, you feel trapped. You feel trapped. As a Hawks fan, you feel trapped when you watch it and you go, I don't know what the path forward is. Um, and, and it's, listen, they've had injuries. DeAndre Hunter's been injured. You, you've had, you know, obviously Jalen Johnson's been in and out. You've had your, your issues with DeJounte. Um, you know, you're going to probably start Bruno Fernando, uh, you know, coming off the all-star break. And so it ju- you just feel stuck when there was no moves made at the deadline. And now you're looking all the way towards the off season for anything to change. You have 27 games left and you're just hoping that, you know, Quinn Snyder's system kind of sticks at some point and you have something to look forward to. Well, the bad thing is locally as someone I was born and raised here, I've been following this team since, you know, the seventies when I was a kid, at least the, the Braves have popped occasionally, at least the Falcons have popped occasionally. The Hawks, not really. Yeah. So you were waiting for a move to be made during this offseason? Uh, I was, to, like, I, I guess, yeah. Okay. But do I trust the front office? No. Well, in the John Collins, it was addition by subtraction yeah. is kind of what we were told. And and it's no secret that they were shopping DeJounte. I, I wasn't necessarily a proponent of getting rid of DeJounte for whatever the, you know, whatever you might get back. You, we weren't going to get what you gave for no, him. No, no. The problem is, is that you felt like that was the only move to be made. You know what I mean? Like, you feel like that's the only move you could have made. Some of these other pieces, you're not going to move. Some of them don't have any value. Right. All right. Let's go in the huddle. It's time to huddle up. Bring it in close. Bring it in close. The latest NFL news, rumors, reports, and happenings. Within the huddle on the morning shift. From a healthier weight to more energy when you switch your dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can feel magical. But sorcery is this? 
None at all. It's just real food made for the health of dogs. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash no magic. We does are. Pastry Man feed his dog for mm, That's great. <laughs> he does have great a dog. Question. Pastry I meant to Man grill does have you during the break about who this this brother was, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna really, really what? get in there about who this might be, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I gotta figure out Pastry Man first, and then we'll figure out I'm not the old revealing anybody's names. I know. I, will, I know. I just they will you know, not be happy with me. I just listen. Sometimes you you gotta throw it on the old rotisserie and see you know see if you can cook a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what expression? <laughs> you gotta spin it. You know what I mean. You gotta get that. that spin, spin it slowly. Like, I, I, I might borrow that. Yeah, you gotta grill spin. her a little bit. Next time yeah. I'm in a, a meeting I don't want to be in, I'm gonna throw that line out. Sometimes you just gotta put it on rotisserie. <laughs> just and, let it cook. And let it cook. Let it cook. Let it cook. <laughs> so ridiculous. All right, the Atlanta Falcons announced that they are keeping Sean Flaherty and Patrick Kramer on the coaching staff. Flaherty returns as an assistant offensive line coach, and Kramer is back as an offensive assistant. In addition, the Falcons have hired John Griffin as director of player performance, Josh Nelson as director of performance science, Paul Constantine as associate director of strength and conditioning, and a number of other uh, assistants that they have added to this staff, which also includes Jaquise uh, Smith as the outside linebacker coach. Well, are they doing major renovations up there, too? Because remember when uh, – who was it that came out with that big player survey about, you know, what, what yeah. the environment is? Yeah. And the Falcons yeah. strengthening the a joke. Survey. Cafeteria is a, a joke. All the things. Well, it was, no, no. The, it, I, I think that the, the weight room was what was the big issue yeah. uh, up in Flyerbridge. They've added – by the way, that thing is a compound compared to when I played over there. I mean, were they using those old Sears man, weights with the plastic in, uh, covering the concrete? It was funny because <laughs> we were just talking about Anyeka, and, you know, it, it was the, hey, you know, he stopped by the, the Emory Sports Medicine Complex, and I thought, okay, I remember making the trip down. It's, it's off Druid Hills Road. Yeah, right there I off North Druid Hills. down yeah. from Flower Branch to go ride with Druid Hills. Now they have that thing in the parking lot up there. Like, if you play with the Falcons, you literally just walk across the parking lot, and you get your MRI and whatever else you need. It's there. Um, but to, to your point, I, there was some concerns about the, the weight room. And listen, I've said this before on here. This is one of the most underrated parts of an NFL team is actual physical development for the young players. Like we, you get in all this time where you think about NFL players as Tony Gonzalez needs this upkeep or Matt Ryan's doing kettlebell swings to get his hips and this, that, and the other. Some of these guys still need strength training. Some of these guys still need to do power cleans and snatches and, you know, heavy back squats. And, uh, you know, so a, a little bit of a change at the top. When you talk about all these made-up names, these three guys are strength coaches. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear the you know director of performance science today. That's uh, you know, the, the, the guy's a strength coach, right? They're going to run, they're going to do conditioning, and they're going to lift weights. Let's not reinvent the wheel here. And there so, there is science to it. Though. I think the science. Well, there's definitely science. Would be, there's yes. always been science, though. It's just now we're going to add that name and make it sound cool. Uh, it's, uh, that's what, okay, that's what's old happening. school. Okay, yeah. get off my lawn. No, I mean that's exactly what it is. It's I, like sanitation engineer, you mean janitor, director <laughs> of strength and conditioning, associate director of strength and conditioning, director of player performance, and director of performance. Come on, they're all strength coaches. They're all strength coaches. Uh, you know, probably one of them studied kinesiology in college, and the other one has a CSCS, you know, uh, right. certification. Right. So right. I don't know, man. It just I'm excited about it because I know what this means to the players. And if you get the right guy with the right energy who is willing to 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 grind these players then you can have a lot of success on the other end. We didn't always have that when I was there. And I think that's one of the things, one of the bigger regrets of my career looking back on it is you know, I wish I would have taken more of the bull by the horns and, and, and really gotten that 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 personal trainer at all hours of the day. You but know we what also I mean? talked about how your strength and conditioning coach for any team is kind of the heart and soul. He really is. Of, of well, the, the guy team. they had at Alabama that what came Scott to Georgia. Scott Cochran, yeah. yeah. 
Where's yeah. uh, he, 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 he now? He left Georgia? He, he left Georgia, yeah. He had some issues. Uh, he did at one point, yep. Uh, but but to Tiffany's point, I, I just think this is a huge uh, huge move to to shake things up in that weight room and and hopefully get some facilities going and, and get those guys lifting. Well, just over a month ago, Rams head coach Sean McVay said he was unsure if 2023 fourth round pick Stetson Bennett would return to the team in 2024. Speaking to reporters yesterday on a video conference, McVay didn't seem to have much more clarity on Bennett's status. This is via Gary Klein of the Los Angeles Times. McVay said the Rams will connect with Bennett at the appropriate time. Now, McVay, uh, it seems, went on to say, and figure it out, all right, where you're at. And it's something we feel like is best for him and our football team to bring him back into this ecosystem. He's kind of asking questions within this. So uh, while he was making this statement. So we'll see what happens. But I, it sounds like they're hopeful to be able to connect with him. I wonder sure. what, what the issue is. A lot of I, I don't. Well, I, I guess to, I am going to speculate. I need not, to guess. Yeah, I, I hope he's OK. Was it was it a, was it an alcohol problem? He's also right there in the wheelhouse. Like between the ages of 18 and 25, you can have the onset of bipolar disorder, which can be horribly devastating. I yeah. mean, that can, that can lead to, to suicide. Credit, you you don't take your meds. Uh, There's a lot of things in play. Or what if he's just done with football? He's done all he wanted to accomplish. Now he's just finished. I, I did that. It's a, honestly, I don't know. Man, I haven't been in those shoots. It's a hard transition. It's, uh, yeah. When you go from your senior year of college, especially for him, having played in as many games as he did his last two years, right? He's been in college for a while. He was you know, 25 years old. Uh, when he's leaving, and then you go through that, and you don't, you don't have any. You know, there's no off season, right? Yeah. You go straight into training, and you go all the way into training camp, and all those things start to happen. It's a whirlwind, and so I think that there is concerns, obviously, about where you know his status lies in terms of what's wrong with him. And I, hate to, I'm like you, I hate to speculate. No, you don't want to speculate, and you just wish for anybody that right. is in the position that he's in that he is healthy. That if he is going through something, that he will be. Um, okay. It's, but it's isn't our impulse as human beings, though, to speculate? I mean, that's what we do. We're not trying to well, hurt anybody's yeah, feelings or being mean. Yeah, I think it's one thing to mean. speculate about um, But, you know, the human condition, something. life's absurd. We all have our No, we suffering, all do. You know? I just think we'll look at it as one way to speculate about a game or about, you know, he, he likes her, pastry man, injury, yeah, right. you know, <laughs> mystery date guy. But when it comes to health or mental health or whatever it is that someone might be going through, that seems more personal. Um, like to just leave it. I just, know. I think McVay's words were right because he kind of, he, he kind of beat around the bush. He was like, "We'll we'll reach out when the time's right, and we'll say, all right, where are you at?" And that was that's that's perfectly put for him. This hour brought to you by Zero Res Smart Lasting Clean. What you got for Mike Up? Oh man, we got a good uh, fair foul Friday for you guys today. A little bit of Rick Pitino, a little bit of Johnny Manziel, maybe some Kevin Durant thrown in there. And uh, listen, I got to let you guys hear this NHL referee uh, sound that came out over the last couple of days. You guys are going to love it. I promise. Really, really fun version of Fair Foul Friday. On the other side of the break, it's the morning shift. Sports Radio 92 down the game. It's more than just sports talk. This is the morning shift. I'm in. Me too. On Sports Radio 92.9 the game. It's time to rant. Excuse me. It's time to rage. It's time for Fair or Foul Friday on Mike Up. On the morning shift. Sports Radio 99 of the game, Fair or Foul Friday. Yes, it says it in the imaging tip. I have no idea. I was like, when did it say that? I was like, it's literally, it's literally since new? middle of football season. 
Oh, sure. Uh, there's also one for... Well, I've never uh, been here on Fridays, usually, there's, so... There's one for uh, Top 5 Tuesday, I think, too. I can't remember which other one. There's either that or the Wednesday rapper. Uh, I can't remember, but yeah, we got that hooked up. It's Fair Foul Friday, man. I got some good stuff to throw out at you guys. Uh, Rob, you know how to play the game. Actually, you've probably played it more than Tiffany at this point, actually. Uh, think about it. <laughs> probably. Uh, you know, we, we've been I'm doing the show Friday almost, man. almost a year now, and, and Rob always loves Fair Foul Friday. Gone so, on Fridays. All right, let me start with this off the top. Fair or foul? Squid Billy has a social media addiction. Last night, he's literally sending me tweets as he's at this concert. Squid Billy has a social media addiction. Go ahead. Fair. Fair. Most it's busy fair fingers. To busy the fingers. Fairest extent you could go. Like, it was so funny when we were in Daytona. I, I feel like I barely picked my phone up and I'd look over at him and he'd be on that X, boy. I just scroll Yeah, you never text me back. All caps, fair. All caps, fair. All caps, emphatic All caps. fair. You yeah. called me. I didn't call you back. I called both of you. Yeah. We'll talk about that Saturday later. Saturday night, we're in Daytona. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> Number two. All right, there's 27 games left on the Hawks' schedule. The Hawks will win 14. They will finish for the final 27 games. They will be over 500. They won 14 of their final 27 and be over 500 during this final stretch. Hawks win 14 of 27. I defer to Rob. I defer to Rob. Uh, foul. They go 10 and 17. Yeah, 10 and 17. You could just say fair, Tiff. <laughs> defer to Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she doesn't want the smoke, I, I guess, from the, the Hawks. I don't want the smoke. Um, all right, how about this one? I don't know if you guys saw this video from yesterday. All right, so Kevin Durant uh, is coming out. Uh, you know, he's, he's with fans. They're, they're coming out for pregame warm-ups. There is a couple. I think they were playing the Mavericks. There's a couple fans yes, sitting right there. All right, and Kevin Durant runs out, and the first thing he hears is some fan call him a B-word. They're like, hey, Kevin Durant. Itch. What do you think he did? <laughs> Does a U-turn, goes right back to the fan. Actually tweeted about this last night. Fair foul, Kevin Durant was right to go confront this fan in the third row that just called him the B-word. Absolutely fair. Yeah. And did you see how a lot of people apologetic but, and kind of scared they looked the Scared. Oh. She looked terrified. She did. She was like, oh, dap me up. Like, no, nah, man. No, nah, it's not cool. I was curious what you think. Because Kevin, you know, Kevin Durant does have this, he listens to too many people. He's got the burner accounts. Oh, he's Twitter. got rabbit ears, man. Yeah, he's got rabbit ears. So I'm curious from from your perspective, Rob. Is this fair or uh, she just gone about his business? That's fair. It, you, you have to confront with a deft touch, though. Don't 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 do anything to I, I think that create a you're, scandal. You're walking through the grocery store and someone yells, right. or you're at the right. mall, or you're at your favorite right. bar and someone yells that, and you're not going to turn. Of course, around. there's not twenty thousand people at the grocery store. No, but store, it's a natural but, uh, reaction. I just think if this had been anybody else other than turn KD, around. the the universal would have been like, oh, good for him. But it's KD, and they're like, oh, this guy, man, this guy needs to quit listening to people like that. Um, speaking of listening to people, I want to play this sound for you guys. Johnny Manziel was on the Club Shay Shay podcast. All right, and one of the more interesting components of this was him talking about his former teammate, Brian Hoyer. Uh, Brian Hoyer had been waiting on opportunity to be able to go really provide for his family, get an opportunity, and he saw how much of an upper hand he had on me, mm -hmm. and he didn't hold back when it came to that. So there was instances in the quarterback room early on where I would ask the same question a couple times, and he'd be at the head of the table and go, again? We're doing this again. <laughs> I'm not going to comment before I ask you guys this, but here's what I, here's what here's how I want to phrase the question. Fair foul, the way Brian Hoyer treated Johnny Manziel. Fair foul, the way Brian Hoyer treated Johnny Manziel. Tiff, we'll start with you. I need more context because we're just going off a one-sided story, correct? Sure, sure. So if I'm just responding to this one-sided story, I would say that is a rude encounter, yeah. and that is not a good teammate. Yeah. So that is just based on hearing 
the one side of this tale. Whereas yeah. if I wanted to make up another side of this tale, maybe Hoyer felt some type of way about the way Johnny came in. Maybe he felt some type of way about the way Johnny conducted himself. And maybe that's a natural response to someone who maybe he felt like wasn't doing enough or something. But yeah. again, I don't know. I don't know that side. Yeah. Well, of course, Manziel did nothing right. to prepare. Sure. So I, I think Hoyer saw that. Yeah. And of course, that's going to induce an eye roll and right. uh, mocking and all the other not things. Not necessarily like an advantage. It's Thanks. fair. Yeah, not necessarily like. I, I, I think it's completely fair. And, and I was actually irritated the way Johnny Manziel told the story. He, he does a lot of, like, apologizing on this entire podcast. And I'm sitting there going, Brian Hoyer's a guy who scratched and clawed for his career. He did everything possible, studied, and he even mentions it. He's like, look, man, this guy was waiting for his opportunity. Johnny Manziel was handed everything on a silver platter. Yep. And just flushed it all down and the And actually, Brian Hoyer with Jared Stidham when he was put – as a starter of the Broncos when they pulled Russell Wilson, that whole craziness, and I had that game, yep. actually talked about what a great teammate uh, Brian Hoare was, how he still FaceTimes him, how he's one of kind of the person that he leans on. And Sidham, and by all, you know, you weigh him against the Russell Wilsons or the superstars of the world, you, know, you still have a Brian Hoare helping him out. Yeah. No, I, I, I thought it was completely well, – had a uh, nice run. Completely so. end up. He had a good career, yeah. and it was because he studied and scratched and clawed and didn't do all the – Made a lot of money and did didn't take all the hits. Out in Las Vegas. Uh, and listen, it's just uh, – it's unfortunate, man, because I, I really like the Johnny Manziel interview, but at the same time, that part, I was like, come on, dude. Like, Brian Hoyer, like, you should be apologizing to Brian Hoyer the same way you did Skip Bayless. You know, he's like, oh, sorry mm-hmm. I let you down, Skip Bayless. Sorry I let you down, Brian Hoyer. How about that? Sorry I let you down, uh, Cleveland Browns. Apparently, uh, uh, Johnny Manziel's dad went to Kevin Sumlin while at Texas A&M. I'll come back if you uh, give us $2, two million. Dollars. Yeah. Three, $3 million. Yep. Unbelievable. Three million, yep. Unbelievable, which it's kind of, you know, it was a sign of the times down there. He, you know, he was suspended, too. Um, all right, NASCAR is at Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend. I thought about maybe next year or at least the second because they'll come back, I think, in August. Getting an RV and spending the weekend down there at AMS, down in Hampton, Georgia. So, fair or foul, Tiffany would never spend a weekend in an RV. <laughs> in an RV or in an RV where? RV where? Anywhere. So just three, oh, no. three we're days in an RV. We're talking about Coast of California. Friday, Saturday, we're Sunday. talking about, yeah. Oh, you're I'm, talking about Big Sur. You'd be I, in an yeah, RV. I'm, I'm there in a I just RV. don't. You don't strike me as a van life type. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't strike me as a. You don't. He doesn't think I have these I, layers, and I don't understand. I think where you have layers. I think, oh, I think there's many you're layers. You're also a, a natural girl too. Get Thank out there. You. In the elements. I could see they got Thank some toughness you. to you too. A little curtain around you out there with yeah. the van, the shower thing coming. Thank off. You. You're not some dainty uh, soft go, thing. Exactly. Am I going to go to a motor speed race in an RV? No, no, I didn't. I didn't put that down on purpose. Probably not. I don't expect you to go to the Dega Infield and spend three days there. So no, that's. That's not one of the ones. All right, how about this one? Um, there is a Atlanta United uh, party going on at Sweetwater Brewery uh, tomorrow. Uh, I think it's from noon to 6 o'clock for the Atlanta United game. Uh, and, you know, you'll be able to go over there and drink. Saturday afternoon, all day Saturday afternoon at a brewery. All day Saturday. Pounding IPAs. Just Fair. hanging out the entire day <laughs> at a brewery. I was like, I'm there. Fair or foul. That's it? Like, yeah, you're just not gonna... spending all day Saturday afternoon at a brewery, going from if noon that's to your, six. That's what you well, want to do? Well, I'm asking you. That's fair, what I need to fair. Know if, if that's fair, what fair. you want to do, fair. If I'm with my people, hell yeah. If I'm by myself, no, not so much. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right, I want to play this sound for you guys from the NHL. Uh, I think this was yesterday. Um, and it's a referee, and he's making a call, and he's like, you know what, man? This is just how it is. If he hits it with his stick above his head. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. <laughs> uh, some good, uh, 
description there from Garrett Rake. It's all in the delivery of it, I love it. It's the Uh, delivery. So here's how we're going to do it. Fair or foul, referees sounding like normal dudes. Referees sounding less robotic and a lot like more normal dudes. Fair or foul? Yeah, absolutely fair. Don't do it too much. Well, it's like the old famous call in the NFL. Personal foul. He's giving him the business. Yeah, giving him the business. I love that stuff. I love the one that's everybody but the center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going fair, too. Refs uh, are people, too. They're just like us. Uh, I just Some people, uh, you know, some of the reaction on the socials was, I don't, I don't need this guy's opinion, man. Just get on the freaking camera and oh, say what the call oh, is. Oh, come on. It took five some seconds Scrooges, to say that. Some that's people's egos getting the best. I'm yeah, just well, letting they they, go. He, he was the, they were the people that he was talking about. You're not going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. was the right call. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it is funny, man. All right, how about this one? Fair foul. Pastries are not a good breakfast food. <laughs> I'm leaving. I did not sign up for this abuse this week. <laughs> Fair foul. Pastries are not a good breakfast food. Don't bring that smoke at me. Pastries are not a good breakfast food. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Well, give it context. She, she, Tiffany had a had a, yeah, a date a with someone. Date. They it call him pastry guy. I had a croissant. Yeah. Uh, egg, a croissant. Yeah. With a egg tur- and any clear, a turnover. Not if know. it's stale and flaky. Yeah. I don't. I don't yes, like the, pastries for breakfast. Not pastries either. can be eaten anytime. Okay. All right, so you're shut, shut it, Rob. So you think it's fair? All right, uh, all right. I want to play this Rick Patino sound. Uh, you know his apology. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I want to play this sound. I'm apologizing to his players. So I immediately went in the team and told them, "I absolutely love you guys. I would never ever want to embarrass you, but it's my bad. I'm at fault. I should have never mentioned to anybody by name. I didn't mean it. I was trying to talk typical clinic talk like I do. The slowest player in the league at the NBA is Jokic. He can't move laterally." Some of the greatest players I've coached can't move laterally. So I didn't think that's a big deal, but I should never, ever mention a name. I'm a veteran coach. I tell every young coach in the business, show class when you win, show class when you lose, give the other team credit. But I totally apologize to them for doing that. My family and my players, outside of breathing air, they're the most important thing in my life. They are the air that I breathe. Fair foul. There was no need for Rick Pitino to apologize to his players. Fair foul. There was no need. There was no need for Rick Pitino. He just called it like he saw it. No need for him to apologize. I'm saying fair because I think what he said going into this press conference was that he had a conversation with his wife. And based on that alone, it is fair because she probably said, you take your butt back up there. <laughs> and you're going to apologize. That's what she said. I agree. You're you know, apologize. Magic Johnson couldn't move laterally either. Yeah, well, well, there's a number of guys like that. Yeah. A number of guys like that, man. Uh, um, fair I, I just I don't think there was a need to apologize, but I'm, I know a lot, won, people, a lot of people game. loved it. <laughs> But I was never afraid to be yelled at by a coach, so it didn't bother me too much. It yeah. bothered me, but I didn't, you know. It definitely didn't bother me. It was just, that was the way I learned. Yeah. You know, feet to the fire. Um, all right, how about this one? Uh, and in watching an entire spring training game, all nine innings, watching an entire spring training game start to finish, fair or foul? Watching an entire – Foul. Go ahead, T. Foul. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tiff couldn't wait. Tiff was a, a sprinter coming just, out the blocks on that. Get I got me this. to October. Yeah, that's where I want to be <laughs> with hey. baseball. Mostly it's a fun time of year. Mostly, I, I wouldn't do it. But if it's like a rainy Sunday and miserable, and it's on, okay. Yeah. But for the most part, no. Yeah, you're not gonna watch. Oh, it on TV. Days. I was. I was. Are on TV? Or are you there? Either one. Either one. Okay. I, I'll be honest. If I'm at a spring training game, I'm leaving when they cut off alcohol sales. That's like if a, I'm actually there, I'm like seventh inning stretch, I'm gone. No, I'm good on that. All right, how about this one? Last one, finishing up. Sean McVay hired a game management coordinator. This is a guy who I can't remember his name. He's been with Mike Vrabel for six years. He's he's well, you know, renowned around the league. 
He hired a game management coordinator. Fair foul. I would never want the job of being a game management coordinator. You have one job. It's basically to tell them when to take timeouts, yeah. maybe when to go for it on fourth down. When to go for two. Fair foul. I would never want the job of being a game management coordinator. Fair foul. Go ahead. That's a lot of pressure. I'm going to say uh, fair. Yeah. That's a lot of that's pressure. A, that's a, it's like being a kicker almost. It's, yeah. like, it's like it's like it's like it's a fun ride until you, it's so you really, mess up. You say foul, take the damn gig. There's precedent and algorithms and rubrics involved, <laughs> you think and he's when you should up in do the it booth with his laptop, crunching numbers, going. Yeah. Oh, well, you already had the thing. There's precedent seconds. set. I got the I got the, I got the two minute warning coming up. I take the gig. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh. Depends on what you're getting paid, but I'm just telling you right now, I wouldn't want that gig. I wouldn't want it. You're gonna like you might mess up one time a year, and you will probably be fired. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll get another chance, though. Oh, so. man, you know what? I, I didn't want to take the time out, but the guy upstairs told me to. My games management coordinator. You got Retread co- get... coaches, retread game management coordinators. There yeah. you go. All right, that's fair foul. All right, you can weigh in on Mike's fair foul Friday list. By doing so, you can call us at 404-726-0929. One night of bad sleep. And You're it, doing it great, sweetie. Wreck, it wrecks my life. Great. Uh, the wake-up call is next here on the morning shift. Don't ask about Pastry Man. We'll be right back here on Sports Radio 92 The Game. Just say, I love crips. No. It's 8 o'clock hour, brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer in your home today and start packing. It is time for the wake-up call. You can weigh in on Mike's Fair Foul Friday or whatever it is that you'd like. Call us at 404-726-0929. Tiff, I just got a text from uh, Brandon Hutchinson, the uh, president of Land Motor Speedway, and he just wanted me to let you know that if you would like to spend three days in an RV at Land Motor Speedway, he will hook you up with one of those RV spots that overlooks the backstretch, so you never even have to get out of your driver's seat if you don't oh, want. Really? He said you don't even have to. He said you don't even have to smell the rubber if you don't want to. You can just sit kind of in that, uh, you know, in your in your in your RV on the backstretch if 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 you need the hook. Hey, so, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, I was like, uh, that's very he, nice he, of him to reach out. I know, and that's... and he said, uh, you know, by the way, it's September seventh and eighth is the fall weekend, so they'll be back. NASCAR will be back uh, for that weekend. So, listen, we'll we'll set something up. You know, what you I mean? know. we'll set something up. I might. Hey, if this weekend doesn't happen. We'll see. Yeah, well, yeah. listen. We'll um, see. It's, uh, it's a unique get, experience. Get off of my second job. <laughs> yeah, he, he, listen, and, and here's the thing. He didn't offer me the backstretch spot. He was like, hey, if Tiff, because <laughs> he knows I'm going to be in the fray. You know what I mean? I want the gas and the, and the rubber in my face. You know what I mean? So it is you got to experience we'll, that the first time you go, right? We'll get it hooked maybe, up. Maybe? All right. We'll see if we can work that out. Let's go to the lines. We've got. Our boy Chief waiting on us this morning. What's up, Chief? Chief. I don't even I know if I want to hear it from you. Yeah, hey, your, your boy's not here. There you, but it's, it's okay because I, I got big news, big news, people, because um, I know who Tiffany's dating. Oh. You know, the streets are talking, Tiffany. Oh, what? yes. And, <laughs> yes. No, ch- check it out, fellas. I, I was hanging out on Drury Lane talking to the Pillsbury Doughboy and the Muffin Man. <laughs> and, and they, hey, I'm telling you, they told me, they said, um, Hey, you know who she's dating, right? And so, Tiffany, let, yeah. let's tell the truth now. You're dating a gingerbread man, aren't you? Aren't you, Tiffany? You know. Hey, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not even hanging out at the Pillsbury Doughboy. Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, that's good stuff, Chief. You know, nice work. Ginger Snaps always get me. Nice, nice work. Uh, she's into bestiality. It's animal crackers gingerbread for her. Gingerbread man. <laughs> what? It's a gingerbread. Hey, Ralph, what are we 
are we doing this morning? Animal crackers. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, wait, there's someone. No, no, there. quit looking back. You're trying to change the topic so fast. She's, like, looking at her phone going, who's next? Uh, oh, I am changing oh, the topic, but now I just ran myself into something I don't want to read because apparently there's <laughs> someone on the line named Pastry Man. Yes! <laughs> it's not the Pastry Man. Yes! All right. All right, revealing yourself. Who are who is It's this? just awesome. My wake-up call is for everybody in 92.9 The Game and for everybody listening. I'm here to clear up the air. Tiffany, Tiffany and I are, are just friends. <laughs> just friends. <laughs> Mike, let me ask you a question. Is your best friend your wife? Uh, Actually, yeah. Yeah, she is. That's all I want, Tiffany. I'm ready for the big time. <laughs> 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 well, That made my but that week. is very well, very well listen, played. That's all he wants. And he was trying to teach me a lesson there. You know, your wife's your best friend. I've I, I, I told luck. you the story before, and I've told Rob's story before. I mean, listen, my wife and I were best friends before we even started dating, and we 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 knew each other in college. Look, uh, so it's just pastry it's, man is a friend. That's, yeah, that's it. That's all right. Y'all just enjoy. I think uh, Tiffany just found love on the morning shift. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't even pastry love man. Love I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. All right, let's go to Drew and Marietta. Good morning, Drew. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, buddy? Uh, all right, so, Tiff, you're already catching some flack that is not for that reason, but uh, my wake-up call is for you this morning. Oh, no. Why? I just disagree with your take on spring training. I know the Braves are, you know, probably the team with the least number of question marks in all baseball, right. but there's still some intriguing storylines to watch, you know, the help with Tyler Matzek, how Chris Sale is looking. Um, how Strider is doing with his curveball, you know, how Nick's going to look at him. What lineup look like? They're playing with all kinds of stuff. Who that extra outfitter is going to, anyway. So to, to simply say that baseball is, un, or you don't want to watch baseball until October, yeah, October baseball is interesting. <laughs> what about the other 162 games? Between? <laughs> Listen, I, I will say this much. It was a spring training question, and if you can tell me that Spencer no, Strider is going to be throwing his curveball in the ninth inning in a spring training game, I will. I will. You're, you're there. <laughs> like, there no, no. He ain't going to be in it. Drew has a point. There are a ton of intriguing storylines with the Braves to be keeping an eye on, and I kind of say it tongue in cheek, but I do love, I love October baseball, yeah, like, and I think everybody loves October baseball. But I, the I, other games, yes, clearly matter leading up to that point. But I will so say this, Rob, you can echo this as well. I will say the Braves this year. Their, their season will be defined by what happens in October this year. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, you you won 100 last year. Nobody talks about it. You talk about the end of the game. Uh, you, I mean, talk about the end of the season. So, um, Drew's right. There, there are going to be some. I, I am – my A number one thing is how is Jared Kelnick going to take over that left field spot and will he make it through the – will he be able to live up to the value he had as a prospect? And who's that guy that uh, emerges out of nowhere that uh, somehow finds his right. way on the, on the open right. day? Somehow, you're right. so, somehow those all-stars that came out of nowhere last year. You know what I mean? So there are some intriguing stories, but this season will be defined by what they do in October. There's no doubt about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. World Series or bust. We got Larry in Adairsville. What's up, Larry? What is going on, morning shift? What's up, Larry? Uh, morning. From the hills of North Georgia to the plains of the Midwest, the Danish man is already knocking on Tiffany's door. <laughs> the question is, Tiffany, will you ever answer? The Danish man. <laughs> so like God talking to Moses from I the burning know, bush. What a voice. So powerful. 
terrible. It shook me. I'm, I wish. Rob's spot on. I was like, it's the voice of God. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know God had, God had been uh, doubling as Larry from Adair's voice. But, uh, yeah. That the Danish voice. Man. The Danish man. Uh, hey. Will you answer his question? If Pastry Man sounds like that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just God, we went through another break, and I didn't grill you about the brother. Oh, man. Well, you missed I got to get back to that. Uh, we got Will waiting on us. Good morning, Will and Stone Mountain. Well, Tiffany, I wish you a happy Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, you'd announce it back, but there's a problem. Oh, well, thank you. When thank you, have you. I'm sorry. Dinner with, with, but when you have dinner with the pastry man and wake up and have breakfast with him, you need a, uh, that's either a hookup or y'all dating. Oh, oh, man. I, oh. First of all, first I won't of all, let it go there. I won't all, let it go there. I did not wake there was up not an overnighter. Not, nope, there was none let, of that. I'll put I my foot down. I would I'll never foot down. announce that on air no. anyway. Matter of fact, the, the fact that you pointed out that it was a dinner breakfast leads me to believe that it definitely wasn't an overnighter. You know what I mean? She would not have put that out there but, if there was anything but, else to it. Uh, Will is in the boat as everybody else. You guys want to call in and roast me, and it's, you know, that's fine. But I'm saying Pastry Man's a friend, and Valentine's Day dinner was just a dinner. It happened to be on Valentine's Day with my friend. Sunday was a separate occasion where I met up to get breakfast at like 1030 in the morning or something. Okay, let me, so people, uh, let me just go this route real quick before we get the next caller. Oh, there's another call? Let me just get this route before we go to the oh, next caller. <laughs> you mentioned that you always had this guy group that you hang out with. Yes. Um, how? Where were the rest of the guy group on Valentine's Day? We mean, where were the rest of them? Where were the rest of them? If you're going to a friend, you're going to a one-on-one friends dinner on Valentine's Day. Where was the rest of the guy group or your girl group? Well, we thought we had been dropped by one of our our guy friends for he's trying to like stay healthy. So, and it was a whole other story. We thought we had been dropped as a group. Oh, but the group's the group's so, back together. You're like we're it's only us. We're, like, we're the only two us. left. We're gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't even want to play along with this garbage this week. Next week's a new week, and this there's no more pastry man next week for every, everyone out there. Oh. This person on the line claims they're the real pastry man yes! out of Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, <laughs> such crap. Welcome in, sir. Tiffany, how you doing, baby? <laughs> What? It's the real picture man here. Oh, man, this is so, good. I just wanted to say, have a wake-up call for everybody. Such Thinking that they're the real pastry man. I'm the real pastry man. Sucky, yeah. sucky now. <laughs> Tiff, I feel I like I have to take a shower. I, I think, uh, yeah, I, Tiff, I'll be honest with you, I think that you would recognize that voice if that was a real picture. I feel like, I, oh, I, yes, I would, but I feel like, do, do, Dylan, do I know that he's on the phone again? Yeah. I'm wondering if I know that person. They're just calling in. Well, here, here's here's the thing. Why is it that everybody that is called in today sounds like a strip club DJ? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, I, I said it like two weeks ago, like pop your collars and drop your dollars. It's uh, <laughs> Destiny's in the center stage. Uh, Cassidy, seems- welcome <laughs> Cassidy to the stage. I already see Dylan working again on the phones, and it looks like he's texting us, so there's probably some more. Oh, okay. It's Clap not your a pastry hands and man. Pop your bands. It's someone uh-huh. named Garlic Roll on the West End. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's garlic Roll. That's Jelly Roll's Good cousin. Morning. <laughs> oh. What's up, buddy? Well, I'm going to come to Tiffany's defense. Thank you. Man. This was not a date. Okay. What this uh, is two? These are two people who are too busy to date. Okay. It was just a get down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, wow, man, that's really well-rounded and nice of you to call in and defend. No, no, it was just eating food no, on a day food. that people go out to, <laughs> to love each other. That's, that's all. That's all. Oh, man. And that's we just happened to go eat on that day. Phenomenal, phenomenal stuff, oh, man. Well, Pastry well man. Played, uh, the legend continues. Well, the, the legend no. continues. The legend and, and, dies and no. this week. It Tiff dies no. this week. It's done. It's I will say that out. I do plan on next week turning the page and find her, finding out about brother, about uh, flaky brother. Flaky uh, brother. Yeah. Flaky Not, no, no flaky pastries anymore. Now we're going to find out about flaky brother. Uh, so we'll oh, figure that out. Pastry man's, it's been fun this week. It's been fun this week. Pastry man is now, it's, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. We're, we're retiring it. Okay. All right. All right. Everyone on the same page. Good. Good. I'm glad we all understand that. Up next, <laughs> we've got Jason Longshore joining us host of Atlanta Soccer Tonight, and he is the Atlanta United Color Analyst. Don't want to miss this next year on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Tiffany, how you doing, baby? It's the real Mr. Manny here. Yes, it is a lovely morning, isn't it? Now, more of the Morning Shift on 92.9 The Game. We are back here going straight to the WadeFord.com hotline. That is where we find Atlanta United analyst and host of Soccer Tonight, Jason Longshore, joining us here on the show. Good morning, Jason. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, good to have you with us, especially going into what will likely be, what, a heated matchup uh, over this weekend against the Columbus crew for the Atlanta United. Uh, what's, the, what's the buzz around this kind of rematch of how their season you know, the end of their season last year. Yeah, it's a great measuring stick. I mean, one, to get to see the team that knocked you out of the playoffs last year in game one. But two, Columbus went on and won the whole thing. So this is that that perfect way to start to see where you are, and you can make adjustments after this. Um, it is kind of a weird situation that, you know, they have a bye week in week two. So you get a game, then you get two weeks. So I think that adds a little bit of extra – oomph to this one on the Atlanta United side of guys who don't want to go into that break thinking about this game for two weeks. You want to go into Columbus and do what you did here in Atlanta last year in game two of the playoffs. You know, that's the last time the crew were beaten in a match was that 4-2 win at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You've got to be able to get forward and put the goals in the back of the net like they did that time where they exploited the flanks and created space. Jason, Rob Tribble here, sir. Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Should I be optimistic about this team this year? We need some winning in this town, for God's sakes, Jason. Yeah, um, you should be, because this is a team that last year in the summer window when they added Saba Lopchenica and Tristan Muyamba and Shande Silva, they were among the better teams in the league after that. And you just ran into a team that was a little bit hotter in the postseason in Columbus. You've improved from that from last summer by adding Steon Gregerson in the back, the Norwegian national team center back, and Bartosz Lisch, the Polish national team holding midfielder. So you had, I think the biggest thing about this preseason to me that has stood out in comparing it to previous years, you've had the core of your team together for pretty much the whole preseason. You weren't chasing work thesis at the last minute. You weren't trying to get transfer deals done at the last minute. This group's been together. They've worked together, and they've really come together in a good way. I, I like the personality of this group. 
Jason, what I want to know, and, and I listen, I don't want to start this season on a sour note, but a lot of questions being asked about the long-term future of Tiago Almada in Atlanta. And I know that, you know, listen, he's he's shown up. He's been away for most uh, of this kind of camp. I, you know, the summer window w- will be a big talking point, it seems like, throughout most of the season. But what are your thoughts on, on really his long-term outlook and what would you like to see happen? Yeah, it's, it's the unique element of the sport compared to our other teams in town in that, Tiago Almada is one of the most promising young players in the world, period. And there are clubs in many different countries who want to bring Tiago Almada in. And he's going to want to make that move to Europe. You know, it's just there's nothing wrong with that. It's the nature of, of the international aspect of the sport. The timing kind of lends itself to the summer being that time that you would expect the right kind of offer comes in from a club that he would want to go to. He's also got the Olympics this summer as well, and that's where he was during most of the preseason where, you know, he's with the Argentine U23 national team in that tournament, and he's not just part of the squad. He's wearing the number 10 shirt for Argentina, which that shirt has a lot of weight to it. You know, you put that number 10 on in the blue and white stripes, it's a little heavy. You put a captain's armband on as well, it's even heavier, and he rose to that occasion, got them qualified, He's going to turn a lot of heads in Europe with that performance, with what he does here in Atlanta in the first half, and then potentially in the Olympic Games themselves. So I think the interest is going to be so strong in the summer that it's going to be hard to keep him past that. But here's the good thing if you're Atlanta United. You have time now, one, to get the best out of him. He's going to want to deliver to continue getting that attention from Europe. But also you've got time to plan. And you've got time to start looking because the summer window is where internationally there's more business done. There's more players available. There's more clubs looking to make deals. So you've got time to plan and put everything in place to when that right deal comes for Tiago, it can be a quick replacement, seamless. Let's continue. Jason Longshore joining us here on the morning shift. He is on the call as the analyst for Atlanta United games. Jason, this team was so strong when it, came to the offense. They what were second um, in the league with uh, most goals scored. And then you look at defensively, uh, kind of very lopsided on that side of things. Can we expect to see kind of a more balanced uh, team this year? Yeah, it's got to be better on the defensive side. I don't think anyone, whether we're talking to, to fans or players in this team or Gonzalo Pineda and his coaching staff, want it to be, want to sacrifice that offense. That offense was so dynamic last year when all the pieces were in place. Yorgos Yakamakis could be a golden boot candidate this year, uh, could score 20-plus goals. Tiago Almada, depending on how long he's here, he could have double-digit assists again. Shande Silva and Saba Lobjanidze are both you know, 10-goal guys, potentially 10-assist guys as well. You've got a lot of offensive firepower. But that being said, You've got to be a little more secure defensively. And I really think that Gregerson is the the missing element there. He's just a different personality on that back line from what we've had in the past. I mean, he, he's intimidating at six foot five. He can run as well. So you're not losing anything with speed. You can still play the same way with a high line, but he's going to win more aerial duels. And the, I've mentioned personality, and I think that's been one of the, the conversations around this team in preseason. You never know how a a group comes together until you really get them together and you start getting them 
whether it's a trip to Florida in preseason or getting them into some games where you have to deal with some adversity and you see how the group acts together, not the individuals, but the group. And Gregerson, to me, what I've seen defensively is just a little more urgency, a little more intimidation. And I don't think you're going to see the same mistakes that you did last year because you go back and look at a lot of those goals that were conceded not because of players being outplayed, it's because of mistakes. And you can't allow those to happen at this level. Jason, I'm going to leave this one a little bit open-ended for you, and, and, and I'm, going to, I'm going to give you the opportunity to get everybody excited about what the season holds. So I'm going to do a little fill-in-the-blank. Atlanta United will be a championship-caliber team if blank. Two things. If they eliminate some of those defensive mistakes like we talked about, but the most important thing is – win at least five games on the road and continue where you are in terms of getting other results on the road. If you go back and look at last season and you look at why they were sixth in the East versus being in the top four and getting a third game at home in that first round, we saw how difficult it was in Columbus in game three. You're talking about turning two draws on the road into wins. Two. You get four more points in the season You're in the top four. You find another one, you're talking about top two or three. That's the the level here that we're talking about. This Eastern Conference is really tight. A lot of teams have improved. I think the probably six or seven best teams in the league are in the Eastern Conference. So every result, every margin is going to be very difficult for this team. But they have the talent. They have the firepower. And I think they have that just that extra something special that is hard to define in terms of the the character of a team. They have all these things. Now you've got to go out and produce and nothing better than to try to do it against the the defending champs in game one. Jason, we're very much looking forward to this weekend. Appreciate all the insight that you, you give us when you come on here. Let's go. Thanks for having me on guys. Appreciate it. That was Jason Longshore. He is a part of the Atlanta United broadcast on the call with Mike Conti, and he is your analyst. He's also host of Atlanta Soccer Tonight. You can, by the way, catch the game right here on 92.9 The Game. Pre-kick starts at 1 o'clock with the match going down at 2 on Saturday. That's this weekend, a big matchup against the Columbus let me just tell you all something right now. For, for for casual fans or fans that don't pay attention too much, Jason Longshore is the best in the business. There's no doubt in my mind. That guy's the best in the business. He has more MLS knowledge than everybody else in this city put together. Man, he's uh, he's got his finger on the pulse. So I'm excited to listen in tomorrow and uh, get this season started. I'm excited right about now. this season. And I you am. can follow him on X at Longshoe. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> at Longshoe. I feel like I should have said like Longshoe.com. But no, just at Longshoe <laughs> on X. Yeah. All right, when we come back here on the morning show. Oh, I've got a good life of squid. Okay. All right. Let's... <laughs> so what if you're a, you're a guy that um, generously takes your girlfriend to a concert, front row, and she left him for the musician? No! What? A man is subjected to total global humiliation by his girlfriend. Oh, my God. Global. Done. Done. All right, you do not want to miss this. (laughs) That's next on the morning shift on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Were you the musician? Were you the musician? We're going to get on down now. We're talking all things Atlanta sports and beyond. This is the morning shift. Make some noise!
on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's time for a look back into the mind of Squid Billy. Hey, he might even talk sports. This is the life of Squid on the morning shift. Brought to you by Baron Burton's Breakfast Sauce. So good you'll want breakfast all day. Go to thebreakfastsauce.com or find a retailer near you. All right, imagine taking your girlfriend to a concert. You get front row tickets. And she ends up hooking up with the uh, the artist. And here's the artist, Omalay. You describe his music, kind of an Afrobeat, Afrobeat fusion. You hear some reggae overtones, little R&B overtones as well. First of all, I can't believe she did that to you. <laughs> really sorry that happened to you. <laughs> so this is a song called uh, Bend You. And uh, poetically, <laughs> he, sees, he sees her in the front row, brings her up on stage. Oh, no. Takes you behind a curtain no, where you can see the silhouette. No. Wait, what, Rob? No. What? He sees her in the front row going nuts with her boyfriend yeah. kind of holding her from behind. Calls her up on stage. They go behind a curtain where you can see their silhouette. And they basically emulate every position in the Kama Sutra. <laughs> I'm so... What's this What's this guy's name? Omalay from Nigeria. And this is a concert in London. And uh, the guy ended up recent. leaving the concert by himself. And by the way. No, he didn't. And by the way, yes. And, of course, everybody's got their phones out oh. and, uh, highlighting this dude. Even the official camera guy that puts stuff on the Videotron, you know, video board. Yeah. They get a shot of him as his no. girl is up there no. on stage. You think this was stage? No, this wasn't stage. The look on that guy's face. He had like a WTF. Smile on his face, like what in the hell? But they I'm were just behind the curtain, right? So it's not like anything was probably right. actually happening. Well, I mean, happened. still though, don't you it was over the top, though. It I mean, was yeah, way over. She's actually, I mean, she was just... clearly kissing him too, and simulating uh, into it. oral presentations, if oh. you will. Oh my gosh, Rob, this is a family show. She was, she was into it. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's like, totally into it, dude. I'm so upset right now. Like the, I mean, uh, yeah, it's bad. I mean, like. <laughs> Now, now, granted, I think it's uh, and of I, course everybody got shots of him on his camera walking out of the uh, concert this. venue by himself. I would. So he, he was subjected to global humiliation. Oh, by the way, they've been together seven years. No, no, they have. Wait, yep. so he did he come out They're and do married, interviews? Though. Did people interview him? Did, like a news station go? Hey, I wouldn't. No, 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 because it was so in the moment. No, no just no, people their phones captured. But how did you find out they've been together for seven years? Oh, well, you, it, 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 it's all over social media. It, yeah. it went global. That's why people the global does, humiliation. Dude, I'm just saying. Right. First of all, I think if, if if I could do like any one thing, I would love to be a singer at a concert where like fifty thousand people are just screaming your song. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? But. To take it to a next level and just Mr. Steal Your Girl, the guy in the front. Oh, I mean, it's everywhere like, oh. on the uh, on the YouTubes. Oh, it's on the TikTok, it's too. Like yeah, it's everywhere. It's, 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 the look on the poor guy's face. But guess what? That's probably the best thing that's ever happened to I him. I was going to say. It's a good now thing. Now he's going to learn out. how. He's going to learn self-love. He's not going to have the anxious attachment style. Because clearly that's a woman who's probably take, never accountable, very entitled, uh, I guess. But also, in all fairness, though. He could have been a nightmare over the past seven years. Also, we don't know that. Oh, he he, he okay. was certainly. Well, uh, he looked like me, a very sympathetic figure. No, no. Then turn down the concert invite if you're her. Don't go and hook up with the freaking lead singer <laughs> in the middle of the front of the you're world. At, the roles are reversed then, and you're at a concert. Okay. There's a female performer. You're enjoying the performance, and she brings you up on stage. Are you gonna? And your wife is with you. Are you gonna go? Up, up on, on stage? stage? Yeah. yeah, sure. I'll go up on stage. Yeah, I'll go up on stage. The minute, yeah. the minute she, she said, "Step behind the curtain," I'm no way. 
you would I define have no, her in front of well, you, looks like it's a strip club. Keep your hands behind your back. I'm just making Listen, if you've been with me for seven years, I would hope that you would have the respect to be like, nah, man, I can't do this. Sorry, I can't happen. You can't lean happen. into the mic. Hey, no. uh, sorry, you got to pick somebody else. No, I would, uh, listen, there was a. He looked so pitiful. Uh, the thing is, people were laughing at him and everything. It was like, man. Dude. We we have lost our sense of humanity if we're laughing at a guy for it's that. Not, you believe it, it's real? It's such a uh, this is this is a story from last it's week. Real. Send me the one you um, send me the link that you this guys is watched. it's very okay. real. Yeah, I, I have a good BS detector. Man, no, this is this real. Is, Rob, last weekend up. when we were in Daytona, I don't know if I told you this story or not. We're in Daytona. We're at a bar in Daytona. Did Squid right? leave you for Kevin Harvick? Invited <laughs> him to his car. <laughs> Dude, it's the same scenario. Almost <laughs> There was a, you know, have you ever seen the videos of these shots uh, these guys were at the bar where they get slapped after they take the shot? Have you all ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this this was happening at a bar in Daytona, and there was a number of guys that were like, no, nah, man, I'm not getting slapped. I'm, I'm married. I'm married. And I'm, I'm like, at that time, wait, I was like, that's kind wait, of a wait, weird I'm reaction. I'm not understanding. Like, just slap by. So, basically, the female bartender will, will basically sit on the bar, and the guy will take the shot, and after he gets done taking it, part of the shot is I'm going to get the taste slapped out of my mouth. Like, okay, just, what is that? Ow. What is getting slapped? Is there, I don't is, know. Is, is the shot being taken in some sort of a provocative way? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's well, then hot. You could, okay, then you could say yes. I'm it, uh, basically, they face. had uh, they had to take the shot off the bar and they couldn't use their hands, and that was part of. It. You know what I mean? Well, you okay. saw my Instagram video right. of uh, my two two female friends, my really good friends. You see, they're both did, slapping me. Oh, I did not. Oh my <laughs> god! Was they slapping you hard? You know what? They slapping you hard? Oh yeah, it's funny though. It's all, it's a joke. They they always these are these are girls I've been friends with forever, and they always physically assault me when they see me. It's hilarious. Did you take yeah. them out for Valentine's Day? No, I did not. Okay, no, nor nor go to breakfast with them either. Not even um, a continental breakfast. Not even one that, you know with pastries and Cheerios or anything. Like that. No, not even a boiled egg. But yeah, I just um I don't know. That just really. It's sad. The plight of that man really touched my heart, and the fact that people are laughing. I'm just. Some, this world is just awful. This is like an it, awful world we live in. It, this is also true. But nobody, like nobody's worthy of humanity or empathy anymore. We just crap. Well, there, look he, for reasons to crap on. At him. least he's getting it here on the morning show. Don't we yeah. need the empathy updates needs. though? Like, should we know now if he is recovered from this? When did this happen? This was. I think this was like question. last night, a couple nights ago, maybe. It was this week. I'm, oh my I'm, god! I'm I thought this story was from like a year ago. No, was this week. No, this is that's that's why I started just really yeah. So right now he's in the pits of hell. This article was written 11 hours oh, ago. Oh, 11 hours ago. Have you seen the video? I'm watching it Yeah, now. I saw the video. It's, they just, the it's, just sent it to me. I don't know. It's more the fact that the guy just, everyone's laughing at the guy, and he's just sitting there trying to, like, keep a cool face and everything. Is, is there oh, a chance? It kind of hurts. Oh, it oh, hurts. This is Are you very, watching it now? Yeah, I'm watching it now. This is uh, it's heartbreaking. The screen doesn't hide a lot. It does, no, it does, it does not. And then the lonely walk chance, from the venue after the show is Is the there worst any too. chance that people are laughing because they think it's a bit? That that also could be it, too. No, I, I think they're laughing because they are really celebrating the demise you, of another you, human being. You know, me, me and Tiff had this conversation. I'm always like, let me find the one crazy caveat that could make oh, this man. okay. It, it, maybe they're just like, man, this is part of the show. I don't think it was. I, I know, I think because everyone, like right. myself, was just conditioned to think that this was. And, and, well, it's not like the uh, it. it's not like the the dancing in the dark video oh, of Bruce is, Springsteen when he brought up what's your name on stage from a Courtney Cox from Friends. This is way more intimate. I thought this was going to be like more of like an arena setting. This is like a no. Uh, this, this is, is a an small, intimate, intimate crowd yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is like uh, 
This is like happening at like the loft or something. You know what I mean? It's, Don't watch this at like work. Smaller than the tabernacle. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I mean she she's all into. What's he goodness. doing with her anyway? I mean she just reeks of uh, narcissism and all, all the things. Oh, but now no. he will learn okay. though. No. Now she's the, the problem is is this, that she's way more into it than the singer is. That's the problem. That was her time to shine. No, no, and they're all showing. Oh, okay, I'm <laughs> done. Her goal is to become an influencer. I'm done. They even turned the lights brighter so they could see the guy. It's part of the performance. I'm putting my phone it's away. Messed up. I can't no, it's, it's messed up. It's messed What's up. What's wrong with people, man? Just leave know. that guy. You know what, though? Ladies and gentlemen, favor. know your yes. red flags. He did a favor. Learn your red flags. Learn them. Live them, love them. So there would have been flags prior to this. Oh, absolutely. With that behavior, be. that histrionic behavior, be. red flags out the wazoo. There has, there's to, be. There has to be. Um, I just can't, now can't he knows imagine. what they are. In yeah. retrospect, he will know. Well, listen. At least he didn't. Uh, I don't know if that was his. I hope it wasn't his wife. Um, but at least he didn't get to a point where he walked around the aisle and had well, to deal with that. Just here to brighten your day and teach you some life lessons here on the morning shift. I'm um, devastated for that guy. So I got chlamydia awesome. just watching that thing. <laughs> well, okay. Hours brought to you by Spain the picture Mark work, Spain Real Estate. This will be our last episode of the show. Yeah. We'll never host a Rob again. Uh, this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer in your home today and start packing. We'll be right back here. Good morning. Just to sleep as he looks Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.